back in black here to do another episode that hopefully isn't quite as depressing, but who knows? Here's how you can tell there's a lot of excitement and hope for our happy go lucky uh, romp through the skies. Uh, yeah, we're back. But before we get into Tidefall, Tidefall, let's just do a quick round the digital virtual table and talk about what people have been up to, how things are going, uh, talk about real life stuff that either has happened or is about to come up. Um, if anyone's got shows or whatnot, uh, coming. So yeah, anyone want, uh, anything to start with? Yeah, I can kick us off. Uh, it'll go pretty quick, but it'll give us, uh, give us enough time for Monica and Chris to think of something. I'm sure you don't have to call me out like that. Uh, too late. How dare you? It's too late. <laughs> you can't stop me now. Um, I can, no ticky backies. Um, yeah, not a whole lot's changed. Uh, my family and I are gearing up for a vacation towards the end of September. We're going to go to Colorado. Oh. Uh, sneak off to Vail. Hide away from people. It'll be a good time. Um, but other than that, not a whole lot's going on uh, since Jeff has strictly prohibited uh, video game talk. I mean, I've not prohibited it. I said, let's not spend half an hour talking about video games because we all know we could. We have other interests. Thank you very much. I don't. It's fine. Um, (laughs) This is about it. It's like this and video games. And then the rest of the time, it's my family. And I don't know if I'm going to talk to them. So talk about them, you know? That's fair. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just Just a thing that I do, I guess. Right. Um... Yeah, I just got back from Seattle. That was my fun vacation before Delta made things fun. Uh, Yeah, uh, that was fun. Did some walking. Came back. Uh, Now I'm working. Um, And that is pretty much it. Uh, Let's see. Yeah, no, just doing some sewing in preparation for Runfair. and oh, I cleaned my office today. Nice, man. Man, am I exciting? I uh, yeah, did some. Can we junk. get an, uh, an applause soundbite in post? <laughs> yeah, go ahead and yeah, put that in in post. All uh-huh. right, putting that in the notes. Add applause and cheering audience. Thank you, Chris. Thank you. Uh, yeah, that feels important. But yeah, no. Um, <laughs> I've just been reading a bunch and writing a bunch and been busy with work stuff and. Yeah. That's pretty much it. Pretty boring. Well, speaking of Renfair, just uh, re- rehearsing. Da da da. Good segue. Um, You're just, welcome. I did it on purpose. Ah, I knew it. I knew it. Uh, yep. Just uh, you know, Sundays are filled with uh, stage combat bruises, but you know, better to get them now than later in front of a crowd. I mean, less hilarious, but right. What are you gonna do? Right, my uh, my poor knuckles are always so sore around this time of year. From I've uh, always been a firm believer that uh, real injuries make fake fighting better. <laughs> right, the, the... I think that's the stage combat like rule number one: is if you're not getting really hurt, what's like, the point? Right, are you method enough to actually get stabbed by a sword? I'm starting to wonder. Hilarious. Right. Just like, because remember, these people's memories are forever. Your pain is temporary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sacrifice for your art form. Wow, uh, that's uh, deep. 
Brandon. And when does Renfair start again? Oh, yeah. Renfair is the uh, first three weekends in September. And for the uh, first weekend, it goes September 4th, 5th, and 6th with Memorial Day. Oh, yeah. You guys are sniping Memorial Day? Oof. Yep. Nice. So, yep. Assuming this episode comes out on Memorial Day, uh, go uh, today, tonight. Is it day shows, evening shows? Uh, so the Renaissance Fair. Oh, sorry, Labor Day. I'm getting my holidays mixed up. Uh, oh, I'm sniping it, Memorial it, Day. Or Labor Day, sorry. Um, but uh, it is, I think, gates open at 10 in the morning. And stuff's rocking and rolling till five at night and there's some uh more adult oriented things oh, you guys uh, later on the that? evening that's far fun as, far as i know i like it nice well yeah if, if this episode is coming out on the sixth uh head over there if not uh we got two weekends left to check it out yeah look out for robin hood no reason yeah maybe we'll sneak this one out a little bit earlier yeah. so people have ample time to get out to that yeah. ran fair yeah opening weekend maybe mm-hmm. i got nothing going on on september 3rd friday you know who knows right yeah bah, 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 bah. good good on my end nothing quite you know exciting like with people but more just i, I bought a car today and it's been a, a month of stress Ooh, preparing nice. for that but it's i've had my old vehicle for 15 years and it's got to a point where it, it makes weird noises and sometimes yells at me very mm-hmm. loudly so it's like it i've got a a drive that in like that's like a, it's like a 12 hour drive later in like a month so i thought i should probably get a new vehicle because it's getting on its last limbs so it it was fun but it was very stressful for the past week or two instead of a ding 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 up. of a check engine light it's just let me die jeff it, please once, once every like 20 times it turned on it would just within the first 20 seconds of it going it would just squeak incredibly loud like just like like I w- and i was like that was weird turn it off turn it on again and then it's good and then it would, wouldn't happen for like two weeks it would happen, it, lots of not weird car noise yeah uh... no it, uh, things were happening with the car i at one point i took it out to the black rock desert which is an alkaline desert which destroys vehicles and then i didn't clean it afterwards because i thought i'm gonna get rid of this vehicle so things are definitely happening but it's not a problem anymore because it is gone so uh yeah can officially talk about it in the past tense. Beautiful yes, yes. car lot yeah, in is, the sky. It is very much a gone deal. I got paid more than I thought for it, so I'm excited for that. So yeah, for supply shortage right now, yeah, yeah. I mean, the the side effect is the cars I were wanting to get were much more limited, but I got more oh, on yeah. my vehicle, so it it's worked out. You know, wicked, insane right now. Yeah, looking for used cars. Uh, we're gonna do that later this fall, I think. Uh, so not looking forward to that. But those sweet, sweet interest rates, though. Yeah, it's 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 both great and horrible at the same time. I mean, just like buying houses. It's like, yeah, Welcome you can sell your house for a lot. Welcome to pay a lot for your house. So like, yeah. Oh, man, the housing market right now. I mean, yeah, while we're plugging things, I did just get a notification that all three Jurassic Park films are on HBO Max. So go check them out. Oh, Ooh. You have no excuse. And when, when you say all three, the three new ones, there's three no. new ones or two new ones? Oh, God, I didn't check. Uh, <laughs> are, you talking, are you talking old ones? It says Jurassic Park trilogy, so I'm assuming, I'm double checking right now because that's a because very Because there's two trilogies, right? Because mm-hmm. there was three old ones. 
and three I'm going to be honest ones. with you. I've seen the first one once. So the I think the newest one's like Jurassic World Fallen Dominion or something like that, which is supposed to come out in 22, I think. That is, I'm going to be real with you, not a name. That is just a smushing of words. Uh, <laughs> knowing nothing about anything Jurassic Park, it wasn't really a big nostalgia thing for me. Okay, Those so are random words. I appreciate the vamping. Um but yes, it is the original trilogy on HBO. Uh-huh. Go, go check them out; they're fantastic. Because uh, life I, uh, finds a way. Dude, I still uh, have to watch Suicide Squad. Yeah, shirtless Jeff Goldblum. Check it out; it's a good time. Aww. I in his like, uh, sexual last, prime. Last weekend, in a twenty-four hour period, I watched Suicide Squad, Birds of Prey, and then The Suicide Squad, and it was the weirdest <laughs> twenty-four hours of my life. In that order, that's pretty trippy, dude. What a, in that, no, that order. Well, no, it's it's in chronological order, oh, and they went. Okay. Yeah, yeah, because the Suicide Squad is the sequel. I mean, it was literally <laughs> presented as a joke, and then the studio heads were like, "Yeah, let's do it." And then, so now everyone's confused. Like, what is this? The new one or the old? The new one's really good. The the other ones, you know, Harlequin's okay. The other one was bad, but I watched all three of them, and it was it was a day. That is a choice that one could make. Um, yep, it's like it was, a fever dream. I never said I was a wise man, but I I did the thing. I do weird Dive things, in. and I I I head in headfirst into a lot of things, and then I come out of it a changed man. I'm gonna be honest with you. Uh, I have not seen any of those. I don't think I've seen a single DC Universe movie. I've just like cringed on Twitter like secondhand. But I yeah, I kind of do want to watch. I I've always wanted to watch Birds of Prey, and I now I kind of watch. The, want to watch the new one so i think that's gonna have to be the rest of my weekend birds of prey was good i don't think it was as good as the suicide squad but it was good i like it when women produce and direct things uh i think that's nice so (laughs) i uh birds of prey especially it was almost all females in the movie i mean there were you know like all the leads were females which was cool i think that's fun so yeah uh it's on the list i feel like right now i'm watching a lot of uh i started watching the new gossip girl um, which is a lot. Speaking uh, of choices. Yeah, speaking of, <laughs> of really questionable choices that really, like, I, I really got into the first series of Gossip Girl because it was me and a roommate, like, screaming at it about how evil capitalism was and, like, how none of these kids are being charged for felonies when they should be. Um, and so I've got a lot of nostalgia for it. And uh, the new one is is definitely keeping up. <laughs> so. Nice. I, I wish I could like recommend that. I mean, I can recommend that. It's an interesting cultural moment and it reflects interesting cultural moments, but uh, it is woof. It's a choice. <laughs> cool. Well, we've ranted and uh, talked for long enough. We're going to get into Tidefall proper. Uh, so stay tuned. Our narrator is going to walk you in and then uh, we'll be right back. Stay tuned. Tidefall. Woo. This shockwave radio broadcast is brought to you by the Department of Public Relations, branch of the central government of Tidefall. Remember, folks, help defeat the prime enemies of the state by buying copper and not brass, because if it's brass, it lacks glass.
citizens. Today marks the anniversary of the landmark treaty that brought law, order, and peace to Tidefall. This has kept our streets clear of the vile Brass Guild pirates. Violence is down, crime is down, and our quality of life has never been better. This treaty allows for the government to keep order and take immediate action if the Brass Guild ever dare violate it. Celebrate the victory today, good people, for the government keeps you safe. So, the camera cuts in, and I think we're going to start very, very zoomed out. It's just like looking at the ocean. Camera zooms in a little bit, and there's a blip in the distance. Zooms in a little bit more. The blip has grown bigger. Zooms in again, and we see the vast, vast city of Tidefall. It is, you know, many multiple multiple times larger than any city we've seen before. It's got probably hundreds of balloons and ships that have, like, parked together that they're no longer ships, they're just static, and they've all been tied together in this big city. Lots of ropes. Zoom in again, and it, like, you know, goes down to the size of one of these giant Zeppelin cities, which previously would have been a city, and now it's just one small aspect of the city. Zoom in one last time, and we come to a port where we see the ship, uh, what, I always forget your guys' ship name, the Blundercress? Is that right? Yes. Yeah. We zoom in on the Blundercress and we see the, I assume it's the three of you plus Flop or is Leah with you or is Salt's gang with you? Who all is on the deck at this I moment? I feel like it's an all call. I feel like it's Leah plus uh, Joe and Leah, Hera. Joe, Araya, Flip, Flop, Hera, Salt. It's everyone's on yeah. deck. Okay. That's is, that sounds like it's everybody. And Leah, I don't think so, but she's not tied up, right? She's just on. You sort of gave her free reign. Right? Yeah, that was a, a a guilt thing. So we're okay. gonna we're gonna not tie her up. I think. Okay. We'll just keep an so, eye on her. It's yeah. It zooms in again on the on the group of you guys, and there's different emotions. I think from everyone, from Joe and Araya, their look, they've got looks of amazement. I don't know if they've been here before, or if they have, it's not been for a long time. So they're just looking in awe at the size of this thing uh from leah she's like looking around and she's sort of going back and forth she's looking at you guys and looking at different places and she's like trying to take you know scope of the situation try to figure out what the plan is what's going on what's her situation with you guys because you guys don't have her tied up but you're at the city and she's very much like looking around uh what are the three of you doing what do you look like what's what's going on in, in everyone's heads Well, um, I think during the you know time before leading up to the uh, landing at the city or you know the drive up, you know Salt's uh, kind of girded himself. He he knows where he's going with this, and you know he leaps back in his journal uh, over some similar events that happened. You know, nothing has ever been as big as the absolute. Uh, destruction of Tidefall, but uh, like he's ready to put his game face on, and if he's got to issue an ultimatum to folks, then so be it. If uh, he's the guy to walk in there and try to fix it by himself, then so be it, because he can't ask any more of people. Yep. And remind me, Salt and Hera have been at Tidefall before. 
Flip, as far as he knows, has not. Salt for sure. I'm not sure about Hera. Yeah, I think Hera's been like once when she was younger, like okay. a, a kid, but never like pre pre uh you know brass guild. Yes, I'm assuming okay. in my in my head there's some sort of cotillion or something that she attended okay. as a child. Uh, but because you didn't sense. join the brass guild until until you were a teenager, early twenties, or young adult, I think. Okay. Uh, her okay. teenagers' years were spent in a lot of high society stuff, but okay. Uh, then things went downhill, and she got a little rougher. And then Flip has no idea before you know his life, but after his life, definitely not correct. Oh, uh, absolutely not. Okay. So yeah, what's uh what's Hera and Flip's you know situation during this? I think Hera is, you know, kind of pacing back and forth a little bit, but mostly just kind of uh, muttering to herself and looking out at the the city. I, I think occasionally she's obsessing over dials and things to to make sure that everything is going well. But I think really she's just kind of looking out and keeping her her inside thoughts to herself, uh, as opposed to her outside thoughts, which are generally words. <laughs> That's another word for outside thoughts, I suppose. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Flip, there's like this moment that you might not even be able to like sense or catch is like Tidefall comes into view. He almost like runs to the side, like the massive scope of the city floating, uh, you know, in the air is just like an amazing thing, right? Yeah, and for a second, like, and when like you do that, Flop like definitely wonder. like jumps alongside mm-hmm. with you, and he's excited, and he hasn't seen you this happy in a while, and he's just like, huh, 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 and he like probably like jumps up on your side when you do that, like, what's 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 happened? What you know? Because he's a dog, he doesn't fully get it, but he knows that you're mm-hmm. happy, and you know he's like very much back in like dog mode. But like before he could like really take it all in, like something kind of pulls him back. And kind of brings him back to the situation. And he sort of like steps back away from the banister. And sort of stoically looks at it. Kind of like with his fists clenched. He sort of like resets back to his mopey self. Okay. So yeah, we get the shot of, yeah, the determination of Salt. The, I guess, compulsiveness of, you know, Hera dealing with everything going on. And then, yeah, there's that moment that... I think we as an audience would see from Flip, but maybe he doesn't show it to the other, you know, characters in the scene. Mm-hmm. But then it reverts back to that like mopey kind of determination, but also like there's just there's things going on that he's dealing with. Yeah, we you know this it pulls back a little bit. And we see you know we we saw zoom ins of everyone. It sort of cuts back a little bit. We see all of this at once alongside again the the fascination from Salt Gang and you know whatever it is that Leah's got going on. What happens next? You guys are arriving to dock that you haven't that you haven't docked yet. You know, Hera is handling that whole situation. Outside of handling docking, uh, what what are what are next steps from you guys? So, I think because everybody is present, right? Yes, every, everyone is on deck, okay. uh, on the ship. Everyone's got their stuff. I assume, unless we're missing any is... other stowaways. Right. I don't think there's any stowaways that have been forgotten at this point. Right, right, right. Um, all right, so I think, uh, you know, Salt's been kind of, like, prepping this in his head. And uh, he, uh, you know, 
kind of turns towards everybody and he looks and he says, all right, there are several hundreds of thousands of people on this ship. Hundreds of thousands. And I guarantee you, none of them are going to know what we're going to try to do today. We will probably die. This job we are going to do is thankless. And it has cost a lot from all of you. It's cost Flip two homes. It's cost Hera her home, her comfort. Hell, it's cost me an arm. But when the right thing to do rears itself, you don't back down. But I'm not one to force people to take something on they don't want to take on. I'm going to walk down that gangplank, and whoever joins me, joins me. I can't ask any more of you. And I think as he wraps that up, he makes eye contact with Flip. Like that last part is like, it's a mix of, this is my fault. I'm sorry. I'm not going to force you to come with me. I can't put you in any more situations like this. And then he turns and he walks down the gangplank. So Salt Gang during that, at the, at the beginning, during that moment of hope, they were like very excited and happy. Like, yeah. And then as things started to get darker, they got more and more concerned. Like they're like, oh yeah, we're doing a thing. And Ugh. and like they went through a wide range of emotions where they were like excited and scared and happy. And at the end, you're not quite sure what they are or aren't doing. I'm going to probably have you make a roll, but I want to sort of see what everyone else's reactions are first. I think Hera kind of uh, takes it all in. Uh, I think she finishes uh, up with like some final um, last docking maneuvers. So like automating the process for, um, cause I would assume it's some sort of like automated process for like you put your, your ship into alignment and then some sort of, you know, line catches the, the ship and it kind of goes in and is pulled in into yeah, the it, slot itself. It'd be a combination of an automatic process and a manual process where yes. some people would throw some things to connect, but then once, you know, the two ships have made connection via, you know, people again throwing ropes or whatever, mm -hmm. then someone activates machine on their end, you activate a machine on your end, and then like the, you know, everything sort of pulls together with, you know, big brass machineries, everything gets tied together. And then once the ships are together, they're very much like tight and taut and yep. kind of how do I explain this? So there's two different ways that ships here at Tidefield dock. There's the ships that are big ships that are, you know, adding to the city. And then there's ships on the docks that in theory are not going to be then docked upon as well. So you guys are at sort of the edge where it is a temporary holding place. So it's not as intense and as intricate as those larger ships are. Uh, but there is, you know, probably two or three docking points where things have connected up and everything is tight and taut. And there is no quick escapes from these things because that is a, more complicated process here than elsewhere in the world. For sure. So I think what Hera does is she uh, she kind of finishes up with with the work that needs to be done, uh, and then she just kind of nods and she pulls her. She's got to kind of bag together and she slings her rifle over her shoulder, and she just nods and she looks back at everybody and says, "Job first. Anything else we can talk about later." And then she walks off and follows Salt. Okay, Flip. Do you want to go next, or should I have uh, Chris yeah. roll for? Yeah, Flip Salt takes Man? a Flip takes a step 
towards like the kind of like the entry to the galley to the plank basically back to the back to tidefall he sort of calls out towards like uh salt and hera he says wait before i step down and we commit to what is far and away the dumbest thing that we've ever done and that is saying quite a lot that emits a grin from salt there's definitely in you know the visions of you know the different characters there's pictures of different dumb things you guys have done you know whether it's you know charging down a bar you know alone not knowing what you're going into or the various times going through the city streets you know with explosives or with guns and a lot of things have happened and you guys have done a lot of dumb things you know flip going off on his own a timer like there's just there's a lot of things and everyone's done dumb stuff everyone sort of thinks about all those different things when you say we've done a lot of dumb things we cut back to the action after the, that to the characters a split second of like visions but you know to us as an audience we sort of see us go through a lot of dumb stuff and knowing that I don't think we can all commit to this until I've said my piece. I am going to do everything that I can to save this city. I've been given great information and a great opportunity to help a lot of people, and I can't turn my back on that. But I do have to, and he starts to kind of like break a little bit. Um, I do, I do have to apologize because from the very beginning, I've put everyone in terrible situation after terrible situation for either my incompetence or my recklessness. I went into um, a very bad place at the the blue tide. I saw the hope of a family that I've never had, the hope of a home that wouldn't kick me out or abandon me or put me in a poop corner and when those hopes were scraped along the hull of the blue tide I did everything I could to scrape them back together and make them whole again and that led me into this tunnel and I couldn't see my way out of it and I did bad things and I did bad things to you guys and I'm I'm so sorry and I'm so bad. The salt walks up and gives Flip a bear hug. Just immediately, like, full, like, crocodile stream tears right into your chest. Just, I'm, I'm so sorry. Just, yeah, <laughs> so ugly sorry. crying and and mm-hmm. Flop definitely, like, nuzzles up against uh, Flip when he notices that happening. 
and it is want to do good Hera walks over and I don't think she like actively joins the hug or anything but I think she kind of awkwardly but as comfortingly as possible kind of puts her hand on his head a little bit and says look kid you're gonna do worse by the time you're you know an adult so you're fine let's just get through this and we'll figure out the rest later okay and salt uh whispers and flips here i've been there i get it you wanted to fix you messed up we all do you have the capability to do so much good Yeah, he looks uh, salt right in his eyes. Yeah, and we're gonna do it. We're gonna we're gonna save the city. We have to. Yes, we are. And then uh, salt looks down his shirt. The hell did you get on my shirt? <laughs> I don't know. Um, I'm assuming it's saline and water. At this point, Hera just kind of like hastily wipes at her face and like like kind of coughs a little bit like look let's just fucking go already okay can we because we've got shit to do time's a waste and let's go we can cry about our feelings later All and right. she just kind of turns around and <clears throat> gruffly walks she, away she, uh, salt leans over i knew she had feelings in there trying to hide them thug tears did not she <laughs> <laughs> over her uh, shoulder yeah, uh, Flip does this really gross, like sleeve across the face and nose, just kind of wiping grime and schmutz onto his sleeve. And he turns around and he's just like, "All right, you heard him, Salt Gang. That includes you too, Leah. Move out." And then he does like the Salt Gang salute and dabs. Good. Does Leah do the salute, or does she have any idea what's going on? <laughs> yes or no. So- Real quick, can I get from anyone a either a charm or a leadership check for Salt Gang? Uh, I think proper. I'll take that one. Um, I do. I'm throwing on a bunch of blue that. dice because you guys are all working as a group, but I'm throwing on a black die because you guys are asked to skin them for a difficult situation. So it's a lot of little dice getting added on top of whatever you roll. And they haven't even been drinking. We'll get there. Black dice without drinking? What is this? What is this? I'm still carrying the scars of episode five. All right. I'm ready to go whenever you are. Yep. I'm good. Hell yeah. Majestic. (laughs) So, yeah, we got a net total of two successes and three advantage. So, Salt Gang, the the two core members of Salt Gang, Joe and Araya, they definitely do the salute. Is the salute just a dab, or is there an additional piece on that? I, well, it's, it's been supposed so to be I've like forgotten. throwing salt over your shoulder, so there's kind of like a dump motion, but okay. it kind of just turns into a dab. Okay. Awesome. The, Joe and Araya definitely do that. Leah just looks confused as all hell. Like, she doesn't know what symbol or what motion you're making, and she's still sort of cautious looking after everything. She's still not even fully sure if, like, you imprisoned her, and you guys. Did she catch? Did she catch Flip's glance? Did she catch catch Flip's eyes? She she definitely saw your eyes, but she was just confused and wary, and 
she's still not sure where everything stands just because you know three days ago you guys were trying to kill each other and listen i get it what it's it's confusing you've been through a lot the last couple of days it is tradition for new new initiation new initiates of the salt gang to have a real rocky introduction get locked in a in a back room for example for several days without food or water uh now i I just what we can we can move forward or we can move backwards this is your one chance of redemption is completely so, yours. A, a few questions, but primarily, what is Salt Gang? And I think she looks from Flip to Salt, and then back to Flip, and then to Joe and Araya. Hera was- walks in. I think in in the middle of this confused glance, I think she walks towards Leah, and she kind of grabs her around the shoulders and pulls her toward the the dock and she's like just don't don't ask any questions look you're in you're out whatever i don't give a shit but don't give them a time of day okay and then just like pulls her towards the the gangplank so yeah how how loud was this was this like you pulled her oh it was full volume yeah okay okay and how close to her how close to her were you during that oh grabs her by the shoulders like puts an arm around her shoulders and just pulls her away okay and i think when you pull at her, she gets a little bit close and sort of whispers. I, I, I still don't know exactly what, uh, what's going on. I, I don't know. We're all going to die, but probably going to save people. That's the hope. We'll fill you in on the way. But also remember how you, uh, totally are on the run and can't go back. And, uh, this is your only chance at maybe getting enough, uh, clout and money to start a new life keep that in mind as we go forward i mean i could always just oh, it's all okay. up to you leah i i here's your choice remember when i punched just... you in the head really hard she just remember shakes... when i elbowed you in the head really hard again she just shakes her head and just like she like makes a very loud sighing noise just like and then uh, follows you guys on the the deck. She definitely is the last one to go on the gangplank. Threats of violence always work. Yay, verbal coercion. Hey, Leah, remember when I hit on you and you rejected me? No reason I'm bringing that up. Just, you know, feelings and everything. Not hurt. Just saying. I think uh, Salt kind of shoots uh, this look of, did, did you know? I didn't. I didn't know that was an option. <laughs> We're gonna put a pin in that amongst the thousands of other pins we have up. There, there's a lot of them. No, that's really good to know, actually. Checks out. Mm-hmm. So the seven of you, including Flop, yeah, the seven of you walk down onto the city of Tidefall, and. What's next? Uh, I would like to ask Leah if she needs any relationship advice. Yes, please. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I I just have to know, was that Salt or was that Chris? <laughs> Asking that. Or saying that out loud. 
Oh, that's 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 Flip. Uh, Flip's asking. I mean, no, no. I know, I know that Flip asked when Salt responded. Was that actually Salt, or was that? That was yes. That, that, okay. that was both. <laughs> okay, I, I. That's what I thought. I just wanted to confirm. And she just looks at you. I want to make and... it very clear that there are immediate benefits to joining Salt Gang, and if you would <laughs> like a relationship counselor or someone to help you, with Hera your walks back. So, <laughs> before, before Hera arrives, <laughs> she gives you a look, and it's a look you've seen many, many times from Hera. It's a watchers, they're about to get boxed look. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but I she, have higher status than Leah, so this is fine. <laughs> and she just gives you this look, like, what the fuck? And, like, she doesn't say anything. She just gives you the, like, the straightest, angry quiet and you're expecting her to start yelling like Hera does but then there's just nothing and then Hera arrives and does whatever you're about to do Hera just like takes him by like the scruff of the neck and pushes him forward to the I'm front helping. of the pack no you're not shut up keep walking so you know in the middle of salt just cackling at this <laughs> circus going on in front of him all right, Leah. Where's an informant so we can figure out where the hell these bombs are? That's actually much more useful. <laughs> okay, so and she pauses for a moment. What? What's today? And you guys would all know um, that today is. I'll say Flip has no idea what today. Flip is. has no idea. Okay. Who who would have the best idea either in days or timelines between uh, Salt and Hera was uh, unconscious Hera. for a bit, so maybe Salt. Probably maybe none of them know. It's like I don't know Tuesday. Why? Yeah. Well, it, ultimately, yeah. It, it's about a week before. A little over a week has happened since that initial reveal from Joe and Araya. Uh, the day of the week doesn't really matter. Uh, we we don't play on Mondays or Tuesdays or Wednesdays. It's just more of a you know how much time has gone by you give her a date the time the date doesn't matter but yeah a week has gone by and you tell her you honestly tell her what what the day is and when things are happening basically i assume yep yep okay, yep, yep. okay so uh, about a week days out had names that's awesome <laughs> we'll cover that after we're done here uh it's it's been a week um so okay you, I assume you do not know who uh, Ashbraid is? Can't say that I do. Does that ring a bell to you, Hera? Nope. Okay. Uh, Ashbraid, uh, Helmet Ashbraid, he's a, he's a bomb expert. He was receiving a shipment, I think, at some point in the next couple of days. I'm not sure. I'm not exactly sure when. They told us the rough outline, but they didn't go into specifics. Well, for this exact reason, uh, he's going to be getting a shipment of explosives, and then over the next, well, the next three or four days after that, him and his teams are going to be planting them around the city. Uh, there are core larger chips that if they if they take them down 
we don't have a bomb big enough to blow up the entire city. That's just insane. But you're going right. to try to hit the structural support so the thing can't yes. stay airborne with a yes. massive weight up here. Exactly. We, we, we're going to... People smarter than me have figured out which balloons to take down so that the thing starts to crash. They're going to time those. It's all going to go off, you know, a little over a week from now on, you know, doomsday is what they called it internally. Uh, wow. Seriously. By others People really smarter creative. than you. Wow. It's, there's a number of names, different people call it different things, but amongst a lot of the people, it's just, it's, it's the day. Uh, that one's worse. When, when it happens, things start to crash. That's when, I mean, I wasn't even supposed to be here, so it's a lot of things. But they're going to take down different ships. The place is going to crash. Then the Brass Guild swings in to save the day and deal with any problem cases like yourselves, government officials, whoever needs to be dealt with. Um, but ultimately, they're they're planning on saving the city. Just not the way... You know, mass murder and whatever in the meantime. Yeah, I gotta admit, that's a real flip plan you got. Not great. I mean, they're not killing everyone. They're just taking down some ships and then the rest of the people will be in mortal danger. Um, And you think you got enough rescue power to try to stop that, do you? Is that your attempt at justifying it? I'm... They want... The government is dumb. And we're, trying... and we're up in the air on some skyships. What else do you want to tell us? We're just trying to unify things, make things better. We tried to talk. They didn't like talk. We tried to fight. Uh, well, fights happened. You things lost. aren't solved that way. Mm-hmm. We, we didn't. And she, like, she pauses for a moment. She, like, closes her eyes. Not closes her eyes, but she, like, she goes to, like, a stare. We didn't lose we cause damages they cause damages they don't help anyone you lost so and she like there's a like sharp uh intake of air when you say it a second time and she pauses and i think she looks to hera how how do you deal with him honestly i'll let you know when i figure it out she just like she puts her her hand to her like face and like holds her, you know, her thumb and her pointer like between like on her nose between her eyes and just like holds for a second. Big intake of air. Okay. We are trying to unify things because things weren't working out properly. It wasn't solving anything. This was the next step. So the crash happens. There likely will be some losses in the process, especially on the ships that uh, you blow up, right? Go yeah. down, and then we come in. My problem is I don't know what those ships are. I haven't figured it out, and they didn't give us the maps. I wasn't even supposed to be here, so and I know now you are. Feels like I, you're probably pretty motivated to get this figured out, then, huh? Yep. Yeah. I. I. The more I think about it, the more I don't want to be anywhere near this place. Um, so, uh, he's, Helmet Ashbraid is, is here somewhere. His teams are at some point gathering 
explosives. They've got shipments coming in. Uh, there's a lot of docks. This is one of them. This is not like one of your regular cities where there's a dock and you take over that one and you own the city. The Tidefall is big. I don't know how long it's been since any of you have been here, but it's large. It's no, right. huge. It's massive. There's a, there is we said dozen docks just on this side of the city. Yes, there there is. There's no way that you guys can intercept all of them because they're all going to be coming in in theory the next couple of days there are too many so whatever your plan is uh, i guess get to it I, I i don't know how i can help but uh yeah that that's what i know that's what i've been told i'm sure we'll find something for you Hera kind of stops and looks pensive for a second and then turns around and and faces everybody and kind of takes a couple of seconds to like mull things over before she eventually starts talking and says look I'm not going to say I know why you joined the Brass Guild Leah you may have been you know had high and mighty ideas about unification and, and peace and blah 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 but look almost everybody that I knew at the level that I was at it's about money Somebody's going to know about this event. Lots of somebody's, I would guess. And they're moving stuff around because they know what's going to happen. And they're poised to make a shit ton of money from whatever happens next. That's just how it is. Whatever, you know, peace and love bullshit they're feeding you at the, the bottom levels, at the top levels of the Brass Guild, at the top levels of every organization... Somebody's in it to get really fucking rich. We just have to figure out who is going to get the most rich when, and maybe from there we can figure out where we're heading and what we can do to stop it. I mean, Harbo is the one in charge, but he's not here. And you definitely know the name uh, Harbo. Harbo is, you know, Corporal Grinshake Harbo is the the man in charge he's been the man in charge for a long time he's been around for a long time he's older uh he his title is corporal he was a military person a long 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 time ago nowadays he's a armchair general uh hasn't been on the field in probably since before you got in the guild he's way out there but he's definitely the one in charge and when she mentions his name that definitely rings a bell uh, in your eyes. Okay. Okay, so Boss Harbo's not here. Fine, great. Uh, who's reporting to him? Somebody is. He's got an office here. Right. I mean, the the Brass Guild has... I mean, they've, they've got... They've got bases out and about here, yes. They've got... You know, like I said, there's a lot of teams that... Uh, that... You know, the bomb masters got going around the city, but good luck finding them. But yeah, if, if the goal is to go find find an office and deal with that, I, I'm i sure we could find a, a brass guild outpost nearby. They're, I mean, they're, they're everywhere if you know where to look. That's fair. All right, I think first things first, we need to find an inn, get settled, get equipped, and then we need to make a move on a brass guild bar. That way we can uh, grease some palms, find some information. Because like you said, I agree. Money's involved. Somebody's going to be paying attention. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. All ears. 
are you suggesting that we go into a brass guild bar? Hey, we did it once already. Just uh, do that me a favor and don't. That was my point. Yeah, don't uh, don't dive on any grenades this time. <laughs> Flip punchlessly in the arm. <laughs> Warranted. Wit. Is it? No, not like in not... any way to actually deal damage, but okay. enough to be like, okay. "Hey, remember that time you almost it's, killed it's, me?" It's hard. It's hard enough to hurt, but not hard enough to damage. Okay, cool. Yeah, and she like she like flinches. She's not expecting that at all. She forgot. Like, oh, and and then she like looks at you. Is there any sort of reminiscent burn marks or like a place where hair hasn't grown or something like that from that time when you were blown up? My whole arm. <laughs> It went from oh, like, I forgot about that, yeah. The, it went from like a hybrid kind of like androidy arm to like it's just like metal with a flesh sleeve on it. Okay. So he trying to like cool. takes his hand glove off and like Ah, I forgot about his the hand fingers. gloves. <laughs> flexes his finger Gross. center. Okay. The then, hydraulics yeah, pump it up just like... a little bit. <laughs> She gives you like a very confused, like Ugh, look, like Ugh. and like she. I think she kind of knew, but you know she's learning a lot about uh, Flip today. And Welcome yeah, to the team. This, she gives you this look, and then sure, let's okay, uh, yeah, um, a, a, a bar. She's gonna fit in. And... Nice. So, it's going. Are you guys smooth. going? directly to a bar to a bar are you guys going to a are you guys trying to make like a base of operations yeah i'm thinking it that's the wisest way to go so we can put bags down pick up what we need and try to figure out a, an idea okay so and this inn obviously the place is large are you wanting one near your ship are you wanting one because the city would take days to traverse uh right. it's a giant city right are you looking for one? I guess probably not days, but like an amount of time if you're walking, but there's other means of transport. If right. you're walking, it would take days. Are you looking for one in like the center of the city? Are you looking for one near your ship? Is there a certain, like what, what's kind of your thought process there? I'm open for suggestions. I think we're probably looking for one closest to the ship in kind of some sort of like, I don't know, merchant or like, dockside neighborhood where we can be close to the ship if we need to make a quick exit. Oh yeah. Yeah, we're the rest of our mobility that way. Money and, and uh, whatever looking I'm sure there's a yeah, brass guild bars close to the entrances or whatever. So right. right. So I think that's the plan. Find a place that's got some merchants, some food. It's near the dock, so if we need to get to uh the ship to be whatever. Yeah, that makes sense. I think during this time salt's like all right, restaurants. Uh, and he finds a noodle shop and he sees like gut bleeders on the menu. Oh no. Yes. I, uh, okay. Gonna remember where you are. So you guys, you know, you don't travel that far because you want to stay nearby. And again, there's never going to be a quick escape from here just because, you know, the ship docking process is a bit more involved here than in other places. But right. you are close enough that you could at least get to your ship fairly quickly and then start that process. It's just, it's not a 30 second thing. It's like a couple of minutes thing. But you do find your way yourselves at the imaginary fox. And on the sign for this tavern is a drawing. And we as an audience would know that this does not look like a fox. No one in the world knows what a fox is. But 
it probably is a drawing of like a raccoon, but it's the wrong colors. It's it's like a raccoon, but it's like orange and purple or something. But it says the imaginary fox on the uh, on the big sign out front. Hey, look, a fox. Oh, wait. I that thought they had one? more tusks. Uh, Guess not. Hmm. No. Uh, and Salt's just like trying to dust off the memories of the books in the yeah, Freelance as, Explorer board. As as someone who's gone through those books, you're probably one of the few people in the world that would that would maybe know what it, like you've probably not seen a fox, but right. you've probably heard them described in a book a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And do you want to roll to see if you remember what this uh, if that is accurate or not? You know what? Why not? <laughs> Why not? What what are we thinking there, Jeff? Can um, I use a story point? <laughs> i mean you could use a story point but that's there that's on a, brand it, it yeah there is definitely a skill for this it's um there is a general uh knowledge um if you've got a knowledge of the history or of the planet or terra or yeah. anything along those lines i don't know what knowledge skills you have it just says knowledge intelligence on my sheet so okay yes yes some people may add like knowledge of a specific thing Mm -hmm. if not essentially you'll just roll uh a general uh intelligence check could Um, i convince you in survival Ooh, i i will let you survival but because you've not seen them i'm gonna add a black dice on top of that if that That, works for you that that is fair like it's one of those i read about it but yeah yeah it's not the survival itself it's like you've read about a thing but yeah I'll, i'll give you that um all right. So I will throw that black dice on. I'm good on my end if you are. All right, here we go. Womp womp. Nope. <laughs> yeah, you you are you are not sure. the The elusive fox is not a creature, and like you've probably read about it, and you remember that it was, you know, it was a furred creature, <laughs> I, I, but you I, don't I, know I, what color. Like the thing I, that you, to you standing out is you've never seen an animal colored like this. Right. So you feel like it's wrong, but you don't right. know why. You don't right. know if it's the colors or if it's the the drawing or the shape or and again we all recognize this as an audience as a raccoon but you've not you know your character's not seen either a fox or a raccoon so you don't know what is wrong right he's, he's something... having this internal monologue he's like wait a minute is that what a bushy tail yeah but does it does a fox why is it orange is that right yeah whatever does it stir anything in flips memories in your Ooh. like before time memories, is that what that, you're trying to ask? Uh, yeah. Um, um, yeah. I, I will let you mm-hmm. roll a story point. I will let you use a story point to make a roll. I think it's it's sort of a stretch, but I think that's exactly what story points for. Is like you'd be potentially creating a memory in those memory banks of yours that aren't memory banks, but well, you know, I guess it's fleshy. a DM question. Is this something I could? Is this something I could recall? I I think so, because you do have a life from before, but those memories are very clouded. But yeah, if you would, if you if you'd spend a story point, I will give you a difficult check. It will be it will definitely be a difficult check, but I will let you. Uh, do I will let you do the check. Let's do um, it. And then, yeah, what are you gonna Done roll for so. it? Because survival. I again, I could see it, but I'm not sure if there's something else that may make more sense. Survival I, made more sense for Saul because he's an explorer, but I wasn't sure what it is for you. I think it would probably be knowledge. Knowledge, okay. Uh, do you have what's? Do you have any what knowledge skills? Do you have <laughs> just revenant? 
Okay. By no surprise to anyone, a fox is not a revenant. So I think roll a How general... How dare you? <laughs> you don't know. Roll a general intelligence check. So I don't know if you can roll it up top, so just roll a skill with the same number of dice as you have intelligence, which I'm, I think is two. I just made a custom skill called general intelligence with no Oh, perfect. That works too. Okay. Yep. Uh, um, and this is going to be a rough check because you're rolling two green versus four purple, but you might get lucky. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I'm spending a story point there. So yes, you, on the magical fox. Good. So on spent two. Uh, the results. The results were uh, a net of zero successes, but zero failures and two disadvantage. So by spending the second story point, you are buying a success. So you have a single success here. Uh, I think the two disadvantage is you strain yourself you definitely like you think Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and like it hurts your head and there's a little bit of like a bad memory that you can't remember what it is but you know it's something bad and like it hurts a little bit and you're like "Eh." and like there's that like internal pain that feels a little bit external but like you know it's your brain tricking you but that manifests and you're like "Eh." but you definitely remember a day when you were out on the uh on the you know wilds of Terra, I think is what no Yentis? Yentis? Yentis. Yep. Uh the throne of Yentis. Yep. Uh the you know the the hills of Yentis. And you remember seeing this creature that is on the sign, but it was not these colors. It was definitely uh black and white and you know it it you know looks was colored like a raccoon that you might have seen, you know, around the world, around Earth. So yeah, it's got you know, the thiefy face, the, you know, the black shading on the eyes, you know, that whole thing. The thiefy guys. face. <laughs> guys, guys. Um, but you don't know the, you don't know the term wreck and you don't know the dude, term fox. That's, but you that know fox that is colored right. wrong, guys. All right. Don't be racist, kid. <laughs> no, foxes, foxes are, foxes are gray and white and black. They look oh, okay. like little, little sneak thieves, little skull duggers. All right, I, I believe you. Let's uh, let's go get settled in now. And it, and Salsa's is like, maybe he's right. Like he now he's kind of like just battle with that back and forth. Like is he? No. Well, uh. <laughs> and I think as you push your way into the bar, you've got this internal monologue, like, like what the like does he? And I think that's where we're going to uh, take our quick or take our first break as you're trying to determine is the kid right or is he just making something up or are you misremembering or. You read it in a book, but did it, you know, and this whole right. thing goes on and on and on in your head. It's, you know, it's one of those moments that takes two seconds in reality, but in your head, you're just like thinking really, really, really intense. Like, no, that can't yeah. be it. <laughs> uh, we will be right back. Uh, stay tuned uh, for part two. Bye. Bye. So you guys are in this bar and when you go inside, again, this is not a brass guild bar. This is just a bar that is called the imaginary Fox. What is your plan here? Is it, you know, same as before where you get two rooms, one for you guys, one for salt gang. Is it, you know, more subtle than that? What, what's, 
what are you doing? What's your plan? Harold walks up to the bar. Okay. And tries to get the uh, bartender's attention, uh, and then orders herself a drink. The the bar the bartender definitely takes a little bit longer than you would like to get to you, but after uh, you know a, a minute or two uh, of waiting, eventually you get his attention, and then he pours you a drink. Uh, probably a little bit weaker than you would like, but you do get your drink. I think Hera's inner Karen is just full out. Okay. I think there's a bougie part of her that, like, deep down expects things to be just, like, really easy for her. And all of a sudden, she's not getting things exactly the way that they should be. Yep. And there's just a little part of her that hasn't been, like, fully tamped down. And I think she's just really annoyed now. And uh, okay. definitely getting into, like, passive-aggressive, like, ugh. Okay. Who, who was on the receiving end of this? Is it oh, whoever's next to you with the bar? Is the, the bartender. bartender. The bartender. For okay. sure. She is okay. absolutely going to take it out on this poor service industry person. Okay. So yeah, he, he hands the drink over. Here you go, ma'am. And then he immediately, as he hands it over to you, he like has already almost like looked away to go up to the next customer. And is that when you interrupt or do you wait until the next time he comes back to you? Or when does this eruption happen? Uh, I think she, uh, like, as... Before he can uh, go away to the next customer, uh, I okay. think she's like. So yeah, he he passes it to you. He's like halfway through turning to the next customer, and then what? Uh, I think she just kind of waves. She pulls uh, the money from her pocket and just kind of slams it on the table with a little too much force. Okay. Uh, just kind of like thank you so much for your quick service, sir, and then like walks off before he can respond and just okay a little just a little too much uh passive aggressive to, to it to, to anyone else whether it's you know salt or flip or salt gang to anyone else they they see this bartender like give an incredibly confused look to Hera as she walks off are you walking back to the group or do you just grab a table somewhere else they are i think she grabs the table okay see everyone everyone sees this interaction the bartender looks confused she storms off grabs a table and then i assume the rest of you join hera or is it are other people grabbing drinks so i think salt is uh finishing off room arrangements and telling joe and araya start uh start unloading to get stuff in here okay and then you yeah, know I, that uh that I think ordeal when happens. You, when you say that, uh, so Flip is not with you. They definitely, uh, you know, they say, uh, you know, yes sir, and then they do the Salt Gang salute. And Leah, Leah's not there, but it's definitely Joe and Araya. Do you? How much does Salt buy into the Salt Gang and the Salt Gang salute? I know Herod does not like it, and Flip loves it. Where does Salt land on this on the spectrum of Salt to Hera? He's amused by it. Or Flip to Hera. Okay. Like, he thinks it's the dumbest thing in the world, but he's not going to stop him. <laughs> okay. So yeah, they they do their thing. You know, they they throw the salt over their shoulders, and uh, then they quickly uh, rush out of the bar to go start grabbing. It's not like you guys have you know boxes and boxes. You've got you know a couple crates of things, and it's I feel like mostly a variety of weapon. You guys have absolutely acquired. definitely a bunch of weapons. It's like weapons and tools and tinkering mm-hmm. stuff from you know flips table i think last time hera had like a couple of crates of her own that were like clothes and guns so 
Yep, you're definitely right. Yeah, the, yeah. There's probably you know there's probably like two crates of weapons, a crate or two of just Hera's stuff, and then maybe a crate of like flipped tools and machinery things. So they, they're going to probably spend the next hour taking these things in, uh, because and you definitely would notice this at some point. They're walking in one box at a time because they are afraid of being scorned by Hera for dropping or damaging things. So while this is all occurring, I think Leah and Flip would be closer to the entrance of the bar. Would it be the two of them that would see this whole interaction between Hera and the bartender then? Yeah, probably. Or is Flip... Okay. So Leah and you see this, and she just sort of looks to you, and there's a moment she almost says something, and then she doesn't, and then she walks over to the table where Hera is. Uh, what do you do? Is there anything else in particular that Flip is up to? Uh, no, at this point, like, he's the, he's had, like, a breakthrough he's never had before. Like, he's had memories that he doesn't remember. Okay. Um, that he can't place. So he's sort of, like, kind of, like, in his head a lot as he sort of makes his way over to his table uh, and kind of just sits down. He doesn't really even acknowledge, like, Hera's Karen fit. Just okay. sort of like, hmm. Karen fit. Okay. Good term for it. I like that. Um, I'm going to use it from now on. What you should do on your character sheet, add on, it's got no ranks, but add on a skill, knowledge, history. Sure. Just to sort of track your progress in this thing. And it, it, it's just a general thing that you could work on over time. So you head over to the table. You're more in your head than anything else. And I don't have any ranks. You may not have right? even really noticed the, the thing that, you know, Leah almost talked to you and then didn't. So maybe that's more of an audience interaction that they see this, but you know, no one, no one notices it other than her. Yeah. And then eventually everyone, you know, arrives at this table, short Joe and Araya who are in the midst of carrying, you know, bags, crates, whatever and whatnot. And they're going to be doing that for the next half an hour to an hour. You know, you guys are close to the docks, but it's not like you're, you know, a block down the road, right? I it's think, still like, a ways as away. Joe and Araya are bringing supplies, and I think Flip will call Joe over and arrange for a handful of like uh, tinkering spare parts and supplies to be brought over to the table. Okay, so maybe one of the first crates that's brought in, you recognize it's got some. I feel like you would have marked your crate as Salt Gang, just because that way you know it's yours and you enjoy yeah. the Salt Gang. It's got okay. like a like a crudely drawn salt shaker with like grains of salt falling out of it. Okay, cool. So excellent. Uh, so yeah, uh, Arya is carrying that one. Joe is heading up to the room, or maybe Joe's talking to Salt, asking where the room is. And then when Arya is waiting, you see what he's got, and you like grab it from him. You pull out the crate, put it down on the bar table. And the bartender definitely like looks over and they, he sees what you're doing, but he just like he gives you sort of a like a stare. Well, let's see what he does anything. when I pull out uh, Berta. I pull out the revolver and put it on the table. Okay, and start working. Actually, on it. a quick note about Berta. I looked in my notes, and this may be outdated, but in my notes, uh, Araya had Berta. Oh, you're probably right. Did, yep, yep. Did, you, you I gave think it at over. some. I think at some point was that it. In episode nine, before we took our big break, no, that was spread off. Or was that, was that before then? That was either ten or eleven. I think it was ten okay. before the Maximus stuff happened. Okay, so I think what happens is you take this crate from Araya, you go through the crate, you're pulling through it, and you're trying to find Berta, and then you realize Araya is walking away to go get his next crate, while oh, Joe, 
Joe was heading upstairs to put the crate in the room. You probably gave him the key in the room number. So Joe's heading upstairs. Araya is leaving. That's when you realize, oh, wait, Araya has Berta. Uh, do you grab him or do you like what what happens next? You, uh, this realization happens as he's walking out. Like he's probably like pushing the door halfway open and he's like about to leave. I want to run over and try and quick swap uh, the revolver with my rotor pistol because I don't want to leave him <laughs> unarmed. Now, what you didn't say was I talked to him in trade. What you said was quick swap. Are you like trying to pickpocket the two guns between the yeah. two? Or... I would like him to not. Phenomenal. Know. I don't want to. Okay. Like, I don't want him to know that I'm taking back the gun. Cool. Uh, I I that love it. You gave to him. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it. You've got the talent for it. I do still want you to roll. I feel like a coordinate check oh, because you're not quick swapping yourself. Oh, uh-huh. oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, this, is, this is 100% skullduggery. You, you, are, you are definitely skullduggering this shit. Uh, let me check what his coordinate or his agility is, because that'll determine the difficulty of this. Uh, it is... Uh, he is a street banger. They have an agility of two, so let me set up the purple. Okay, you are good to go uh, whenever... Cool. I'm gonna roll that. <laughs> so you got a net of two successes. One of those was Phenomenal. a crit. So what? So you do the thing, but what is the critical effect of this? Um. Oh man, I think and I'm just gonna recover a that little strain. handout. If I'm just gonna recover okay, you just get strain. Yeah, uh, yeah. You recover all your strain. You you've done it so well. You no. feel very confident in yourself. Hold on. Oh. I would like to learn the desire or fear of Araya. Can Ooh. I do that? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Can I do that? Yeah, Hopefully why? it's a broom closet or something. Just... I mean, normally this is when you're like socially interacting with him, but no, I love this. So when you are pickpocketing him, you 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 have a moment where you like you sort of observe the mannerisms of Joe and Araya, or of, of Araya in this case. Uh, in my head, they are almost one person, but in reality, they're not. But they are very almost. similar. So you 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 said, uh, what was the two? Because there's A four desire of those or fear. Desire or fear. Okay. So you learn that he... Hmm. Does he have a secret could, lover's locket? Yeah, what like, what could you learn from a pickpocket Ryan. attempt? It's either learning through body language or you find a thing. I think um, he's got, and correct me if I'm wrong here, but I think like in his pocket, like where he's got the gun. I, 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 li- I like where you're going. I have an idea. Okay, go so for it. Cool, cool. You, you pull out the gun and attached to the gun is a little piece of paper. Yeah. And when you pull out this piece of paper, there is a drawing of uh the three like you three you know (laughs) and flip and then next to it (laughs) is salt gang which is joe and araya and then there is a um a big like red x through araya and then a big smiley or a big uh not smiley a big uh sad face in the corner he's very much afraid of being kicked out of salt gang Oh, poor guy. Probably think we're gonna put him back in his room. 
Yeah, we probably we probably will by the end of this. Uh, huh. And then I uh, puts the rotor pistol in the same pocket and like. Do we, do you and... attach the piece of paper to the new one? You got the crit, so if you want, you've got full control here. Absolutely. Like he sort of like slips it, uh, like kind of uh, into like the 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 trigger the trigger guard, slips it into there. Okay. Are you gaslighting Uriah? Nice and neat. And what type of pistol was it again? Uh, it's a roto pistol. Yeah, originally that was the one we took off of Leah, and he wanted to dink around with it. That's right. Okay, cool. Isn't that the one we took from the turret? Where did that one wind up? I don't remember now. There's been a lot of looting of guns that have. It's been real life and in game. A That's long just time. what the crates are. Just looted guns. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. There's probably bits and pieces of that turret. Leah's gonna go through it later and be like, "What the hell? These are all mine." So you return to the table with Berta. Uh, I think at this point, Joe is heading, like Joe arrives and he's heading out the front door as well to go meet up with Araya to get the next batch of crates. It's going to take them a little bit uh, while this happens. And you've got Berta. And to the audience who may have forgotten, describe Berta in comparison. Like a regular roto pistol is very much, to me, it's kind of like the, the pistols from Fallout that are very much like, you can tell they're put together, but they work, but they're kind of, like, dinky. It's like that first mm, 22 like pistol millimeter. where... Yeah, or not even the 10 millimeter. I'm thinking more the, the like... Like the pipe pistols or the whatever? The pipe pistols, yes. The pipe pistol, which we're, they're very much, like, put together, but it's a bit more, like, there's extra, like, gears on the side. It's more, you know, brassy than, you know... I guess, But that, actually, that's kind of... It's very similar to, like, Fallout. It's, it's very much like a pipe pistol, where, but it's got, like, big ol' you know, big rotors on the side that, you know, shoots out, not even really gun or like not even bullets, but more like these, uh, like small, like miniature rivets almost. Sure. So, oh, that's what a regular, uh, rotor pistol looks like, but what makes Bert Ha special? Well, uh, you know, um, other than a name, me- obviously it's named and it's got, it's a revolver. <laughs> okay. Uh, so instead of, um, clip fed pipe pistol this thing's got um, a chamber with six bullets in it six rivets uh that kind of like spins like there's a puff of air that shoots out the rivet and it rotates the um the the chamber in and kind of gets that going uh and there's a big crudely uh carved into like uh one side uh the word bert b-e-r-t and on the other side, uh, ha, H-A, H-A, which was Flip running out of room trying to carve Bertha into his revolver. Okay. And so you said that was on the barrel or that was on the the flip, the part that spins? Uh, I, I, I think it's along the barrel. Okay. Okay. So yeah, we, we see this. You slam it down to the table. It's a big old thud as, you know, metal on wood uh, as it's, you know put down with a little bit of force and what is your plan here what's your goal i want to make it hurt more okay so you start modifying this thing yeah cool uh and is the goal just to add damage or is there uh, a specific like rp That's... idea behind it or is it just 
that's a good question. Yeah, what, what's your ideas? Flip sort of like associates his rage with like his melee combat, which is where he's been focusing a lot. Uh, okay. And he's trying to take a step back and be a bit more careful. So he wants to make the revolver a bit more of an, a, like a better option, I suppose. So uh, one of the ways he wants to do that, I think, is maybe by like appending maybe like a stock to it to make it more like akin to a rifle. Okay. Um, the things that stand out to me is you could throw on ex- an extended barrel on it, which would increase the range you want to chuck of the weapon. My way, if you can. Um, it so in the PDF, it is on page two hundred seven. Hey, uh, there's a number of them, but extended barrel stands out. I feel like for now, let's. If you want to make a roll, you can, but uh, we can figure out more mechanically what this is. Yeah, after you've looked through some things, I can. Um, so I'm gonna look in, in the, in the lore of the plan, and then we yeah, can roll in, on it. In, yeah, in the lore of the game, uh, Flip is working on this while everyone else is doing other things at the yes. table. So what is Leah and Hera and Salt up to while Salt's gang is carrying in and out boxes uh, from your ship? I think Hera is nervous. I think Hera is very anxious, and so I think she's sitting with her at the table with her back to the wall watching the door uh and just kind of looking in the bar and like very suspiciously at everybody as if like anybody in the bar could possibly be a rogue brass guild terrorist uh okay and so she's not really talking and like i think leah probably at a certain point just kind of for lack of anything else to do kind of sits down next to her and just is also watching uh, sure. Let's roll me a, oh god, perception? Is that, <laughs> I hate playing in so many different games. Uh, perception is what I want you to do. I don't know the name of the skill. Uh, yeah, uh, that's a good thought. It is. Percep- oh, perception is yeah, it is perception. Look at that. Correct. Perfect. I'm smart. Perception. Okay. Yep, that's the roll. I knew that all along. Big brain. Uh, roll it whenever. Aha, sneaky DM. Uh, okay, uh, you got a net of two successes and a threat. The threat is definitely you are freaked out that there is the wrong kind of person here. You're afraid of being being spotted. For sure. So you definitely uh, get a good eye over the room. And you do see that from what you can tell, that no one in the room is giving you a moment's notice. No one's really looking at you. Like, they're more, if anything, looking at flip and that may be because he's turned the bar table into a tinkering bench but for you and for the rest of the crew everyone is sort of ignoring you guys it's just you know like you definitely noticed when you made a scene you may have like looked around as you're walking through the bar and you got some eyes then and maybe that's what triggered this whole like wait are people looking at me you sat down after people looked at you then and you looked around and at that point no one is looking at you no one's looking at you or Salt, or Leah. Flip's getting a few eyes here and there. Yeah. Uh, but but otherwise... Busy day, busy bar. Yeah. Otherwise, people are people are just going about their business. Cool. Okay. Uh, right. So while Hera is scoping out the place and uh, having her drink, what is Salt up to? So, uh, you know, he oversees the finishing of, uh, you know, the delivery of all the things. 
Um, okay. So are you at are you at the table with them, or did you head upstairs? To well, I I, uh, I had it upstairs just to make sure everything landed in the right spot. Just okay. uh, and and they're still in the process of doing that. So only one crate's been delivered so far. Well, one crate plus Flip's box of supplies labeled Salt Gang that right. he has at the bar downstairs. So maybe you've just grabbed the first box and you're just essentially unpacking, pulling things out, making sure things aren't damaged. Right. Um, I'm what? just going to roll a D100. Say, what's in say, the box? <laughs> uh, the first box, it's definitely just all weaponry. Oh, sweet. Um, I'm going to roll uh, evens. Uh, Leah is with you. Odds, she's downstairs. So uh, you are in the room by yourself going through the box. And maybe at this point you've gone through and made sure, yep, this is just a bunch of weaponry. And then the second and third crates are arrived. And as you go through it, second crate is all boxes. Third crate is a bunch of Hera's stuff, which you've probably never gone through her box before. You just like opened it, saw what it was. And you know, you're <laughs> I can see it now. He's uh, he pries it open, goes, and that's Hera's. Nope. Slides it off to the side. Yeah, you, you, yeah, you, you, you know that if you go further, you're going to or flip is going to get in trouble. So, you right. close the box, push it to the side. Um, do you label it in any way? Like, is there any different labeling on your stuff, Harry? I think. Or uh, yeah, I think it's just slightly nicer luggage, and I okay. think it's got like, her like a fancy name tag on it. Okay. So maybe Salt didn't notice that at first. You like looked at it, saw what it was, closed it, and then at that point is when we saw the fancy name tag. And does the name tag have... I feel like you've got a much longer name than just Hera that is on there, but that may just be me. But I feel like yes. this has been oh, for a while. What is your full name? Oh, man. I, don't know I think if it's like... Ever come, if it's ever come up before. Not ever. I think it's like... It's something very flowery. I think it's like okay. something like Haroldine... Elizabeth O'Neill the third or something like that. So we'll go with that uh, <laughs> as a as a gut check, but it's a very long. Haroldine with... Elizabeth O'Neill the third. Is it the third or like I I I? I I I. Okay. It's the Roman numeral. Uh, she is the the third Haroldine uh, in a long family of of Haroldines. <laughs> um. And then I think there's like um like a like a small family crest on on all of them as well. Okay. What is, what is the family crest of? Is um, it like a flower or is it a imaginary or? fox? It's imagine yeah, it's definitely an <laughs> imaginary <laughs> animal. I think it's like uh just a little flower uh wrapped at like kind of it's a little circle, there's a flower and then uh a, like a a feather. It's a flower and a feather. Okay. A flower and a feather. Yep. Just in some fancy, like, uh, yeah, heraldic, swirly decoration with like a big um, N. That's what we'll uh, go what with. What does the N stand for? Oh, is the Neil and O'Neill? It, yeah, I think it's a Neil and O'Neill. I think it's a what it was originally, and then it uh, eventually became O'Neill okay. through the through the decades. Okay. Uh, has Salt or Flip ever seen this luggage without you? Because I feel like, do you hide the fact that your name is Haroldine Elizabeth O'Neill III? I think I've never said it. Okay. 
but I, I don't. I think the luggage You've never has... said it, but you, you don't necessarily hide it, but you don't mm-hmm. say it. You just don't bring it up. Okay. Yeah, just don't bring it up. So, so yeah, Salt, for the first time, you've realized that you never know Hera. You never knew Hera's full name until now, and now you know Hera's full right. name. Haroldine. Haroldine, right. <laughs> huh? O'Neill the third. A lot of shit just fell into place there. <laughs> okay. So. Uh, downstairs, while Hera is drinking, I think eventually Leah is going to begrudgingly go up to the bar, order something, and then head back to the table. And then she's drinking alongside you and trying to make small talk, but it's very awkward. You know, it, it's not, you know, how's the weather today? But Oof. it's very much, she, you know, it's not that bad, but it's it's close, right? She she tries to, you know, ask how things are going. Uh, what do you, like, it's, it's the most bland, generic oh, no. yeah. stuff. Uh, she's trying not to talk about the fact how, you know, again, a few days ago, you guys were trying to kill each other. And you killed, you know, the person that she was with. And you got, like, it. there's a lot of conflict here. And she's trying to extend that olive branch. But she's not, like, she's offering it, but she's not yeah. starting that conversation, right? She's not saying, you know, hey, I know we had these, like, she's just starting the conversation in hopes that you pick up on it. Uh, yeah. Whatever you happens next kind of up to you, but yeah, what, what, uh, what, how do you respond? to this? I think Hera is still very annoyed. Uh, and I think she's still very annoyed about the fact that one time she tried to, I think she like tried to fake seduce her and was rebuffed. I think it was a dice roll, but uh, I think she's very much holding that personally. Uh, and she's also trying to pay attention to what's around her. She's trying to make sure that, like, you know, the everything is being, like, the bags and stuff are being kind of put up correctly without actually being involved in, in how that's being done. Like, kind of trusting Cell to do it correctly, but also, like, really fighting the urge to, like, micromanage it. Uh, so I think she's, like, very purposely just kind of responding in uh like two syllable responses or less okay okay so cold shoulder after after probably the third one of these like how are you doing i'm fine uh you know like like just those very short probably a grunt in there really yeah yeah one of like probably probably the third one is a grunt and and she's like she realizes what's happening she pauses and then she just like starts, you know, cradling her drink, and she just is going deeper uh, into drinking at this point. Like she's not getting drunk, but she went from like talking, having a sip, talk, like, and now she's just like both hands on her drink, and she's sort of sitting there, like looking around and like you same know, girl, that's yeah, closer, yeah. We've all been there. Okay, so Flip, you are working on the gun during all of this. Uh, you, it sounds like you've got an idea. Uh, yeah. So, um, Flip is kind of modifying the barrel to, uh, handle these larger kind of these rivets that he's found. Uh, so basically he's trying to modify this revolver Berta to fire bigger bullets. Cool. Cause he's, I... he's a simple boy. I just have in mind you're trying to craft the like Smith and Wesson 500, that big ass revolver that 
is just like a 50 cal hand cannon almost i mean honestly if we're being if we're being straight up it's uh i'm trying to make uh hellboy's revolver nice nice okay so that's gonna be a tinkering roll um to i guess yeah first off you're gonna be modifying the weapon and then you're gonna be creating the rounds for now it's only gonna be the one roll for the modification but I think long term, if you use this gun a lot, you may need to craft more rounds. Okay. Again, that's it's probably going to be an easier roll. It's just more if bad things happen in combat, I'm more likely going to say you're out of ammo uh, because you use specialized rounds. So it's not that we track ammo in Genesis. It's more that if you were to get a critical failure, I may throw that at you because you've got these special rounds. That makes sense. Um, and then after that would happen, you would need to go find or create you know more rounds for this thing. Cool. Um, so yeah, do a roll. I'm gonna real quick check mechanically what that does, but it sounds really cool. I'm uh, gonna I'm add you ready to roll. two blues to that because of my ranks and inventor. Yes, that is correct. Yep, I will. I'll throw that on mine as well. Cool. And mechanics. Ooh, I've got a big boy mechanics. All right, ready? Here we go. <laughs> uh, that's nice. two successes, which is a triumph. Okay. Uh, so, um, with the weighted head, the weapon's damage is increased by two. The weapon gains the cumbersome two quality or increases its existing cumbersome quality by one. It is not a cumbersome weapon, correct? Right, so it goes up to two. Okay. Um, for the crit, unless you have a better idea, I feel like you just found a way to not make this weapon more cumbersome. You somehow, like, angled it in a way that it's it's larger but not fatter in some weird like it's not going to become more cumbersome because you like shave down the inside like you made it bigger but you shaved it down to keep the weight down does that make what sense is, unless you had a better is, idea what does cumbersome do uh that is a good question cumber i spelled cumbersome wrong it means um, you get I, too much weight you can't sprint right oh skyrim i believe cumbersome is what okay fast let me just look it up real quick Cumbersome is large, unwieldy, awkward, or heavy tool. The cumbersome weapon properly. A character needs a brawn characteristic equal to or greater than the weapon's cumbersome rating. Oh. Point of brawn. oh, your brawn is well above two, isn't that it? That is not a problem. Okay, uh, then yeah. You don't need to worry about that. So yeah, do you have another idea for the critical? Uh, I would like it if the bullets had maybe like a different kind of quality to them. Do you think I could sneak in a concussive or a disorient? Um, Disorient can daze, concussive... I mean, if concussive, they're big enough. Concussive is a very... So concussive weapons normally have a delay. Like like your like your extendo fist, that's concussive. Concussive weapons are very powerful because they stun a target. Concussive, maybe on crits you get a concuss, but I feel like naturally maybe they could disorient. Makes more sense because concussive is very powerful. I think that's fair. Um, yeah, okay. so yeah, I'll let you... and may, Maybe... A disorient one. Yeah, disorient one just because it you know you're it's a range disorient which is powerful, and yeah. I think the idea behind this is you've made the the rivets both larger, but also normally a rivet is pointed and it's got a point at the end to like pierce into them. And what you've done instead to both your ammo and to your barrel itself is at the end of it it is fat. I'm part of me is wondering, so you know how on a musket you like shove the the ball bearing way down the end of the pipe 
I sure. feel like what you've got is a rivet down the pipe, but at the end is like a flat end that goes on the end of the barrel. Does that make sense? Like, like almost like a nail. And then you're shooting them with like the blunted end that you, you know, that doesn't fit in the barrel, but you've like made these very customized bullets to sort of represent the disorienting quality. Does that make sense? Sort of. Yeah. So it kind of comes out as a hammer instead of like a pierce. Exactly. Yeah. 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 It's just, it's heavier. It hits them, you know, armor that may normally be good for like trying to resist bullets isn't work as well you know it's the equivalent of you know plate mail is great against you know blocking a sword but a hammer fucks it up right so now i have like <laughs> I have ranged crowd control that's messed you have up. a lot of crowd control cc realizing. machine yeah that's messed up yeah yeah your wrench has disorient your extendo fist has concuss your gun berta though who knows? Maybe you're going to quietly sneak this back onto Araya, and then Araya is gonna have problems. Oh, that'd be his, that'd be hysterical. What is Araya's strength? I need to see if he can. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, you're gonna explode his poor little body. Araya has a brawn of three. Street bangers okay, are. Okay, so he can They're not smart. Bit. They're not wise, but strong. they're decently beefy. Yeah, about, strong boy. It's about as strong as I am. So. Yeah. So, okay, I, I just want to double-check that just in case he picked up the gun and then couldn't wield it properly, because that would lead to a very comical moment. But no, it he's would good. have been hilarious. So, what's Joe's real quick? Just, you know, in case. Uh, that would be they're, funnier. They're pretty similar. Yeah, they're, they're a three. Boo. He's a three well. Though, is anyone in the party only have one uh, brawn? Because now I'm curious if anyone couldn't wield this thing. Like, oh, no, it. Is she strong enough? I'm at three. What's Hera at? Brawn-wise? The world may never know. Uh, you know, it's funny when I, I mute myself. Uh, yes, I have a two. You have a two. Okay, cool. So yeah, you can just barely wield this thing. So it's it's feeling heavier for you if you were to pick it up. But uh, you're not paying attention right now. You are drinking and looking over the bar and ignoring Leah. So As one have... does. <laughs> yeah. So Flip has finished modifying this weapon. Probably an hour or so has gone by at this point. There's been a total of three sentences set at the table uh, between Leah and Hera and, you know, very, very limited response. Now I can Eventually... give long-range concussions. And he looks at Leah. Just chipping in these uh, and, fun and facts. Leah, Leah looks at you. She looks down at you and, like, gives you a look. And then I think she just, like, rubs her head a little bit like she's remembering the last time she was concussed. Were you the last one to give her a concussion? I'm pretty yes. sure it was, it was in the hold. Yeah, I punched her in the That's, face. Yep, yeah. yep. It was it was you. Okay. So yeah, wherever you punched her in the face, and maybe it was I don't, was it was it the back of the head? I feel like it was the back of the head, right? No, I, I think, think I, he got him in the front, right? The back like of the head was up. the first time when it was salt. Yeah, no, it was definitely in the front, like in the cheek, probably like the lower cheek because oh, she's man, smaller than you are. So yeah, she probably like when you say that, she probably like rubs her like bottom right cheek, like. Mm. And, like, you realize that she's rubbing, like, where there's a bruise where you definitely uh, punched the shit out of her. Mm -hmm. Is is there any sort of reaction from Flip during this, or do you just continue on? That's what I was looking for. Thank you. I think Hera kind of notices a little bit and then, like, winces despite herself. Uh, is this and... is this the first moment where you've finally taken note of what's going on at the table, other than you ignoring Leah? uh yes okay 
I think it, yeah, just in time to feel a little bit of pity and also like yeah. slightly guilty, but also not going to do anything about it. The, the table is a mess. There are bolts and screws <laughs> all over the place. There's probably a grease stain um, from something that Flip was working on the place. And it's a bar. It's not a clean place, but this table is a mess. I think and Hera. Realized it. Hera looks over to uh, to Flip. And is like, what the fuck have I told you about playing with this shit at the table? Keep it we to your goddamn room. We don't have a room yet. You have a ship. You've got a room up there. Not appropriate. I. Not. Sorry. I think as you as you say that, uh, Joe and Araya come by and they go, uh, uh, Mister Mister Flip, we're taking the last of the boxes up to the room, um, and then. They try to do a salt gang emote, like, you know, sign, but they're holding a box. So they, like, raise the box up to the left a little bit, but, like, it doesn't quite work. And, you know, they almost drop it, and they, like, realize it's heavier than they thought it was. And it, it is, it's a whole thing. Ugh, fucking but idiots. Hera I appreciate the dedication, and boys. And they, they, they head up to your room. Kid, you better clean um, this up before you go anywhere. Oh, that's right. I have to clean up. I miss my home. Hera thinks me. about saying something and it's just like, nope, not going to touch it. I'm being nice now. I'm being a kind person. I don't talk about kids being homeless and their stupid pee corners. Like Character growth. Yeah, every everyone in the call, and I hope everyone listening, just had a moment where they thought about the pee corner. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this has been your monthly pee corner update here from Tidefall. Um, yep. Now you have so, to know. Uh, is anyone, I guess, is anyone else heading up to the, to the, and is it just one room? Do you guys have multiple rooms? What was your plan there, Salt? I think it was a similar setup to what we did originally. I think, you know, Salt, Salt Gang had a room, Hera and Salt had a room, and there was some kind of, like, central room where planning took place. It's a suite. Okay. So you get, <laughs> yes. you, get, you, get, you get three, I mean, they don't really have suites, but they have three back-to-back rooms that you guys can do. Um, one room for Salt Gang, one room for, you know, the crew, uh, one room for planning that you've, you know, maybe you've, like, taken the bed and pushed it to the corner there and you've pulled out a table and set it in the center and you know in the crew room you've got a wide variety of weaponry and you've got in the corner put uh heraldine elizabeth o'neill the third's bags in one corner and then in the final Good. room where uh salt gang is that you kind of left that one mostly alone um you've probably put any of the like excess you know you know like a wrench here like not a wrench wrench but like a club or you know a roto pistol like not weaponry right. just like the the extras right um you is everyone else heading up or who who is going up at this point to sort of see what's going on room wise well flip has to clean so it's going to be a minute okay i think Harry's going to supervise the cleaning okay so maybe what happens is, is when they head up leah also follows them up and you know they show her to her room you you hear a a brief conversation outside in the hall, like it's sort of mumbled voices, but you, you recognize Joe and Araya. And then uh, the door opens up and Leah comes to you, Salt, and goes, "What? where's my room? You're in here with the crew. You got to work your way up to your own room status. And you're in the crew room or you're in Salt's gang room? 
Um, I think I'll be in the salt gang room. Okay. And I think she looks around and she sees like two twin beds and a couch. And she's like, I'm, I'm staying. And there's, there's a moment where she pauses and there's a big breathe in and a big breathe out. I was about to say, this has to be an improvement compared to a uh, little broom closet with a couple of plumbing pipes, yeah? Yep, I, I'm not going to have to stand for a day on end, and I'm going to have food and drink. and. Yeah, this is a vacation compared Hera, to what you did have. Heron nudges past, kind of like, maybe a little bit with some extra elbow, and she's like, character growth. I, I, <laughs> this I, I is love <laughs> She just pushes her way into the room. She's done observing, and now she has to give her snide remarks in it, Leah, and it's incredible. Yeah, uh, Flip so, also pushes past uh, Hera, uh, not Hera, Leah, with like the crate of stuff he cleaned up. Oh, I didn't realize I was in the middle of the highway. <laughs> Welcome to the couch, gang. And he throws his crate on the ground and jumps on a bed. Spectacular. Okay. Couch gang, I like it. So, this is probably, um, it took a little bit to get to the bar, a little bit to unpack things. It's probably, at this point, late afternoon, early evening, um, if you guys wanted to, if there, I guess, was there more you guys wanted to do today? It, it's getting later in the day. Um, is think, there more? Yeah. What, like, like mentioning that, you know, while Salt was unpacking, getting everything ready, he noticed that the rotors on his uh, prosthetic arm were start were locking up. They, you know, they they failed on the blue tide, mm. and he kept like you know, there's a point like he'd let go of a box, but it kept you know the, the the elbow was still bent, and he couldn't get the arm straightened with a without some kind of like you know putting his his own knee on it and kind of wrenching it out. Like yeah, there we go. So uh, he kind of looks at Flip. Hey, if you got a minute, can you do something with this? It locked up on the blue tide and hasn't been right ever since. I have vague memories of that. Yeah, I can help out. All right, cool. Okay. So we see the two of them working on uh, Salt's arm. We see... And it's, sorry, is this the arm or is this the arm with the shield that pops in and out? Like, it, it's, all, it's all one They're the thing. same, yeah. Yeah, but I guess, is the issue the shield, or is the issue the arm itself? The I think the issue is the arm itself. Is, uh, yeah. Because I okay. think it was the function of the arm. Because I, I think at that time, you know, for referencing that particular moment, like, the shield was already out trying to make the grab, but trying to maneuver it, a failure happened. Okay, that that's yeah, that that's learning me. Okay, yeah. so yeah, the arm itself is sort of messed up. So yeah, I okay. see what so happened the, here. Okay, yeah, yeah, it, we it didn't looks really like account just, for additional mobility after the shield gets deployed. We kind of figured uh, it'd be pretty stationary. I think I see some places we can we can give you some additional mobility, but the shield might be a little smaller. All right, well, so be it. Okay, so the two of you are working on that. Joe and Araya, I think. They are looking very sweaty and tired. They collapse onto uh, the beds in Salt Gang Room. Um, Leah, I think, is just like sitting on the couch, you know, trying to be away from. Like she, she doesn't want to be associated with the two of them. Is she sitting next to Flip? I well, is 
flip so, on the couch working on this or did so you the way the way that i'm envisioning this is like there's a couch with like i don't know coffee table if you are some nondescript table and i've pulled a chair up and just kind of like i'm draping my arm over it while he's on the couch okay sure. so you've like pulled the table and chair over to the couch okay so yeah yeah she definitely is sitting on the couch like as far away from flip as possible just trying to distance herself from the situation while still being in the situation um so yeah this is all sort of happening at once Hera, what are you up to during all of this? Everyone is sort of like getting into like relaxing for the afternoon, um, fixing things up, getting some rest. What what are you up to? Um, I think Hera probably has some we- weapon maintenance to attend to. Uh, okay. So I think she's probably just, uh, I think she hasn't touched her rifle in a while. So she's probably like going through and taking it apart and getting it cleaned up. But I think she's also positioned herself by the window. I think she's just staring out the window uh as much as possible just like looking and watching and looking and watching okay, being cool, paranoid cool. okay uh roll me another perception check let me double check that i've got the dice set how up. far away from me is she um i guess the question is is this is you guys are doing your thing in salt gang room because that's mm-hmm. where leah's at and everything else hera right. are you in salt gang room or are you in your room was there a little table or anything in that room? Each room would have two beds, a table, a couch, and probably two chairs that with, that goes with the table. Yeah, I'm so I'm assuming she's uh, at the little table in the salt gang room. Okay, uh, the table is where they're working on the the pistol or sure. the arm. Okay, then perfect. So I imagine that so she's got her rifle out and like a couple of her knives. And I imagine like it's a secret like battle of wills where like she's like everybody's like just trying to subtly take over more and more space with their with her craft supplies. Perfect. Okay. <laughs> so just like, yeah, slow struggle yeah. of wills trying to dominate Leah the table. Leah is trying to get further and further away from the group and disassociating and you guys trying to take up more and more space of the table whether it's you know the arm or the gun okay cool so yeah all you know the six really seven with flop of you are cram packed in this room it is a very busy room at the moment and is this something that you guys are like spending the day or you guys just spend a couple hours eating some relaxation before uh you guys head out in the evening i think we're just taking a couple of hours to get ready okay cool i imagine so, we're waiting for evening for it to get busy at the Various at the, at the various bars. And Time is not a luxury that we have. Yeah. Okay. So you guys spend some time working on so, and you're working on that, not looking outside because you kind of said you were doing two things. You're you're working mm-hmm. on your your gun or your keeping keeping a look at outside. Uh, both. I think I it's just think basic you... cleaning. Okay. And then so... just staring outside as much as possible. Okay, so yeah, you're like half paying attention to the gun, half paying attention to the outside yep. uh, stuff. Okay, cool. Uh, roll me a perception check. I've got that I set up on my end. Okay. And she's close enough to me then if we're all at the table where she gets two blues from my heightened awareness. Yes, she does. I will take uh, those two blues. Because I, I see her by the be like, what are you looking for? More brass guild? And she kind of grunts and looks. I'll take that as a yes. Also, keep okay. keep watch of that gun near the window. Government patrols like to come through here every 45 minutes to an hour. Okay, so yeah, you give her advice as to, like, how to keep an eye out for things, what to look for, and people sneak Because, you know, you get more experience, like, hiding people hiding around. And you know you know what to look for, and you sort of give her those pointers. while Because you can't go to the window because your arm is, you know, dis, you know indisposed. Right. Uh, so... 
she gets the bonus from you. Okay, I've got a setup on my end, if you want to roll it up. Rolling. Okay, that is a net of two successes and three advantage. So Yay! Hell yeah! What advantage do you feel while I roll to figure out what is going on? Uh, um, I think Hera has a very, like, she's very, very closely looking at the bar, downstairs, and also the street. And so I think she has a pretty good feel of exactly what's going on in this neighborhood. Um, she is like, there's a couple of people arguing in the street. And so she is kind of looking and she's got uh, a couple of names of people. And so I'm thinking, is there any like advantage that I can get to like local knowledge or something like that later yeah. on? What, what I'll say, you've got a blue dice for the next time you're trying to find something in the city. Yeah. Um, just because you've got you've got a good feel of the city right yeah. now, so yeah, give, give you'll have to remember that you've got that blue dice. Uh, yeah. But you will get a blue dice on the next time you're trying to find something in the city. I'm thinking of it what? as like a neighborhood check. Like she's got, yeah. she, she's starting to recognize some faces. Like it's almost a streetwise. Yeah, like a sense of it. It's a neighborhood yeah, check. Between keeping an eye on the bar and now keeping an eye on the streets, you've got a you've got a good feel on you know the like pulse of the city and in general what that pulse is like is. In general, it's good. It's a city. There are little squabbles here and there, but there's not an over overall sense of dread like in some places. Like in some areas that are very brass guild heavy, there's that sense of everyone kind of knows that at some point there's going to be conflict between the brass guild and the government, right? Um, or in places that are like very heavy brass guild, there's that general sense of fear that the brass guild are around. You get neither of those things here, right? Here, it just feels like a city. It feels more natural than a lot of the places you've been at recently, which overall is good. Uh, but what you do see when you're looking out there, in addition to getting that general sense of things, is you do see um, near the end of this probably like two-hour period, you do see that there is a brass guild patrol. They're dressed in plain clothes, but there is probably on one of their um, uniforms, there's one of those pins that helps you notice like a rank or a symbol it's one of those things that's very subtle but you've got one of those pins uh that i don't think you wear anymore but it's one of those small pins that sort of denotes yeah, I think I've got what one. ship you were on i think i stole leah's rank you had one of your own but you also stole leah's correct are you yeah, wearing the I, one you stole from i think leah? i've no i've got just a collection of them yeah because okay. i Either remember i me. had one from the first city that i think you took back too was that from that first bar you guys went to with uh yeah what's his name? yeah okay so yeah, you guys have a number of them, but yeah, you definitely see a couple people. Again, they're not if you if they're armed, you can't tell, and if they are, you know, they're but they're they're subtle, but they are wandering through the city. They're again, it looks like they're on patrol, going somewhere, and that's where we're gonna take our second break. So stay tuned, and we'll uh, figure out what's going on with these uh, brass guilds uh, soon. Dun dun dun. Time has passed. You guys are hanging out in the room. It is, as we discussed in the break, it is classic Tidefall stuff. Everyone's hanging out. There's a little bit of tension between you know Hera and the others, but not quite there. It's just enough to be annoying without being aggressive. Uh, you guys are tinkering. You're working on stuff. Salt Gang is awkward as normal. Um, and 
Is it Araya that sleeps butt up, or is that Joe? I forget. I think it's it was Araya. Joe. Was it, it was Joe? Joe. Yeah, yeah, because uh, he got found out by the children for being on <laughs> Leah's ship. That's right, and he was the one that was out. Okay, so he definitely is doing that again in his... Uh, in, but this time it's on a bed, so when he wakes up, this time there's not like a mark, you know, where, you know, his head was like face planted into, you know, a metal, you know, deck. So you guys, a few hours goes by, eventually they wake up, it's time to go. What is the plan? Where do you go? Uh, there were, you know, Hera saw some brass guildies outside. Is everyone going? Are you guys like what, you know, if suddenly a group of seven people starts following these three, it, it could look suspicious unless you guys are very sneaky. So what's the plan? Right. Yeah. right. I don't know. All Plans right, so... are not my strong suit. I'm going to be I mean, straight up. I mean, I'd argue as a, as a group, planning's not really our strong suit. But, but you know, first time for everything. I mean, it, it's a D&D game. Are any players good at planning? Fair. You know, I've one, never met one. And one and one dice roll could usually tank you the most uh, well thought out intention to plans. There are entire games built around not planning things, and it's fixes that whole problem. So terrifying. <laughs> um, but yeah, what what do you guys do? And I guess really, Hera, you're sort of in charge right now because you're the one that has seen this around the same time as Salt Gang waking. Well, you know, Joe and Araya waking yeah. up. Casalt Gang now also apparently includes Leah, though she doesn't necessarily she agree, but kind know, of a bonus member. It yeah, she's Salt Gang with an asterisk on the side. I mean, uh, Salt Gang historically has been comprised of members initially unwilling to be Salt Gang. <laughs> that correct. Is very much true. Uh, okay, though, so Hera... Leah Leah is a bit more strong-willed than the rest of salt gang yeah. so, uh, it, it is not it's not going to be a simple your salt gang now okay throw the, the she was a you former know, boss so yeah eh, it'll grow on her like a yeah. right. like now she's was, middle management for salt gang was <laughs> well no, was, middle management she was absolutely promoted good so for her was leah before she left a higher okay two questions <laughs> and I'm, I'm betting i asked you this before First off, when you left the Brass Guild, were you equal rank as Leah, or were you above her, or below her? Mm, Good question. I I don't remember what you said before. I feel like, if I'm remembering correctly, and it's been a long, long time, I feel like you guys were going a similar path, and then you got ahead of her, and she did not like that. Does that sound accurate to you? Yes, sure. I, I think it was, yeah. I like it, so we're gonna go with it. But yeah, I, right. And then since she, the since you left, she has then surpassed where you were. Absolutely. Yep. Correct. She, okay. Yes, I like that. So she did not like the fact that you were ahead of her. You left. Career then rivals. She became ahead of where you were, and now you are once again above her. So yeah. just want to make sure that's all out there in the open for everyone to know. The foundation of all good relationships. Yeah, uh, is some seething right. resentment and uh, career jealousy. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, so I think Hera eventually, like everybody, seems to kind of naturally come together as soon as it starts getting dark, and and everybody's kind of ready to go out and uh, see what we can find out. And I think Hera has been so, thinking about this for the whole time. Is like, okay, yeah. well, what do we do next? 
when as as of right now, you see down on the street these three members of the Brass Guild going. If you want to follow them, you've got to go like right, right now. now. Yeah. And I can't remember. Hera, uh, Leah was like burned, burned. Like everybody is going to be looking for her now, right? Leah, as far as you know, from your knowledge on the Brass Guild, she's failed multiple times and now has gone missing. So she, they assume that she is either dead or dead traitor. Or a traitor, yes. Now, cool. you have not seen evidence of that, but you've got years in the Brass Guild. You know how they work. Mm-hmm. So you don't know their specific thoughts, but you know from your time in the Brass Guild that, yeah, she's either dead or traitor. So Hera is immediately like, we're not going to risk. In in Hera's mind, absolutely, she's burned. There's no way. There is a chance that it won't have reached the city yet officially that there's there's no news yet but i don't think Hera's willing to risk that so i think what she's gonna do is she stands just, up just for your knowledge timeline wise when everything happened uh when the fight initially occurred when essentially when you killed maximus right that's mm-hmm. w- that's when everything happened yep um about a half day later you returned to the ship to deal with the maximus situation and then another couple days have gone by. So Oops, in theory, I guess I did kill Maximus the first time. And the you did time. kill Maximus the first time. Yes. My bad. Oh, wow, you killed him both times. Oh. Ooh, I did not put that together until yeah. now. I'm I'm Oops. sorry, Flip. Uh, so backing wah, up. Wah. Yep. If they had, they knew what the timeline was. They knew when the attack was going to occur. Right. Mm-hmm. Since then, there's probably if she had succeeded and come to where she's supposed to go, which she has told you is not here, mm-hmm. you guys are about a half day ahead of that. So yeah. there is, you're, you're, you're right now in that gray zone where you don't know what has yeah. spread. So you're perfectly accurate in the fact that you don't know timeline-wise what has happened. You know that you're, you know, she's not where she's supposed to be, but also she shouldn't be here anyways, so you have no clue what's going on. Okay. Uh, so Hera kind of stands up and, uh, kind of addresses the group and she's like, look, we've got to split into two groups. Leah, I don't trust you. You're with me. Salt, you were the kid. Joey Uriah. Wait. What? She trusts me. I didn't. She look, trusts didn't, me. You all heard it. Okay. <laughs> let's just, let's take a second. Get over it. No. Whatever. Didn't say it one way or the other. Do think whatever you want. Joey Ryan is beaming. Oh god, whatever. Never mind. Everybody go your own. I don't give a shit. <laughs> well what was the plan? Joe Uriah, pick a team. You split into two, meet back around midnight somewhere over here, see if we can find anything out. At this point, we're looking for information. We got a there's three Tig- uh, or there's three Brass Guild members outside right now. One of us, probably the group with the most Brass Guild members. We're going to tail that group, see if we can come up with anything. <sighs> group B, you're on your own. See if you can find a bar or something and make nice with the locals. All right. If you don't show up at midnight, we're to assume that you're dead uh, and we'll go on without you. Don't die. Okay. So it's Leah, Hera, and one of. We'll say you're Leah, Aya. Hera, and we'll... one of Joe or Raya. Mm-hmm. Salt, Flip. I assume Flop is coming with you. Yeah. Okay, and then the other of Joe and Araya. Okay. Uh, does Flip have a preference between Joe and Araya? Let's bring Araya. Okay. Fine. 
I, I feel like you would be the one be like, yeah, all right, come with me. So, okay. So these are the teams. You don't want him to find out his gun has been missing when you're not there? Uh, cool. If he so yeah, Leah, Hera, and Joe in squad A, Salt, Flip, Flop. Oh, I put, and yeah, and sorry. Leah, Hera, and Joe, squad A, Salt, Flip, Flop, Araya, or squad B. Who is following uh, the group downstairs? Because you guys, this conversation is taking a little bit longer than I want, so I'm probably going to have someone make a um, the equivalent of an initiative check to make sure you can follow them properly. It's not an initiative, but it's that. I think that is a team uh, Leah, Hera, and Joe. Okay. That's squad A. Yep. Okay, squad A. So squad Brass A Guild. is rushing downstairs to Oh, try I guess that to... would be all of us. You're all... Everyone is former Brass Guild except for Salt, Flip, and Flop. Yep. So, uh, no, Ted, no, we are not having squad <laughs> one. I'm breaking the meta here. I saw that message. We are not doing that. You know how bad I am with names. We are not doing squad A and squad one. You can fuck right off. <laughs> so, damn squad, kids. Squad A, uh, whoever is leading squad A, my presumption is Hera. Yeah. He's going to need to roll, I feel like a vigilance check is like the go, go, go roll. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, I like that. And then let me check the difficulty for these guys. It is. I feel like I get that plus one blue too with my Yes, yep, na- that makes neighbor- perfect sense. Yep. Neighborhood yep. check. Yep, I'll give you that. Um, give me 10 seconds real quick. While I'm trying to find that, what is, and I, who's leading, uh, squad b is it salt or flip come on so i think we all know that you will lead is flip <laughs> going to take charge is my real question is he gonna try so no, i think I'm, uh, good. I'm good to let salt take this one. <laughs> the last okay. operation i took charge on i made a monster so i'm so, good just like i'm a little bit gun shy in that leadership spot uh, slight crimes against humanity um so I think, uh, you know, kind of like gets the group around and I can kind of see Flip and Uriah kind of like almost doing like a football huddle, like, you know, shoulder and shoulder, like, so come here. So he's uh, fine. All right. So I think uh, what we need to do, there's got to be a black market information dealer around here somewhere. Somebody knows somebody. So let's uh, let's start with a conversation with the bartender and then see if we can go find somewhere. Or see what he knows. I've really done it this time. I think that's okay. our plan. Okay. Try to find a third-party information person. Okay, perfect. So, um, just for your knowledge, uh, Hera, we I'm throwing on a blue dice from your uh, roll earlier. And then it's going to be two black dice. One black dice because Leah is a known... Whether or not her position, her status right now, she is a fairly well-known Brass Guild member. Mm-hmm. And the second she has is- her, she has her collar pulled up too. If that helps, uh, yeah, she's got a, a similar Brass Guild kind of looking coat. She's got her collar up like really like high, so it's like definitely not suspicious. Okay, it's more just she's got a face <laughs> that people know, right? Like people recognize her. Right? It'd be the equivalent of a major sports team person walking through downtown like walking through the iowa state fair right now i don't know iowa sports but if like that's the kind of like they may wear sunglasses and put you know uh you know their collar up 
and a hat. But people were like, wait, is that? Oh, oh, that's the guy. Again, I don't know what the guy is because I, I know fuck yeah. all about sports. But it's like a really sports. high collar, though. So keep that in mind when you're assigning uh, dice. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's going to be one black dice because of her and a second black dice because there's a group of you um, following. And it's not a sm- like if it was only two be different, but like three people is a bit much. Um, it's group activities become a bit more difficult unless everyone's trained in it. So mm-hmm. two black, a blue, plus your regular purple dice. Okay. Uh, I'm going to mind. Early. Okay. Nice. So you have a net of two successes, which is good. Oh, and that's then four threats. Four threat, which is bad. So you succeed at tailing them. Let me see what bad things happen here because of this. <laughs> what horrible maladies strike you? Yeah. Okay. So let me I have an idea. If you this. don't, um, I I've got a couple. Uh, yeah. What What's your idea? I've got thoughts as well. I think Leah and Hera start getting competitive. I think they both start like trying to like take charge and like inch ahead and be like, no, 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 turn that corner there. And I think they make themselves a little more conspicuous. Like, uh, okay. Over time. Yeah. Okay. Which sort of works out. What I, what I was going to say is one of two things, either one, you guys revealing desires or fears, but I, I like the idea that you guys are sort of fighting. I'm going to give you, it takes for two threat. Uh, you get a black dice in the next action. Whatever you do next is going to have two black dice because you guys are, trying to compete with each other bickering you're not you're not you're not being quiet um even if you're do, even if the next action is like taking a shot you know if the next thing is you're shooting a gun you're so focused on outdoing her you're not good at aiming your gun right or whatever it is that you do you're yep. bad at it because you're not focusing on the task you're focusing on being better than her so you've got two Deal. black dice on whatever you do like it um uh, i'm gonna note that down on mine as well in case it doesn't come up for a little bit um Hera or Leah's next check. So you guys uh do in fact tail these members and you are somehow you are able to tell them, you find them, you're making noise, and I feel like there's definitely a moment or two where Joe tries to get you guys to quiet, and every time he says a thing, the two of you simultaneously tell him to shut up. Kara oh, is definitely the she's worst. definitely channeling your energy because when you get to bickering, you sort of revert to that old rivalry you guys had when you guys were coming up the Brass Guild, and some of those tendencies, like you act like your friends, right? Mm-hmm. Even if you're not around them, I've got internet friends that have taken on my personality traits over years of time. It is that where you guys are reverting back into old personality traits where yep. she's sort of gotten rid of them. And but back in the day, you guys did this all the time, and you guys always bickered and fought. And she's sort of reverting into those what what an audience would see as a Hera thing. It's a thing that you guys both did back in the day. And yeah, Joe's like, "Can you guys be?" And both of you turn, "Shut up, Joe!" And it's there's a moment where you guys say the same thing at the same time. And I maybe you realize it, but you don't care because you want to be better than her, right? Absolutely. So you guys are telling them. You do eventually find your way to a bar. Uh, it is nowhere near as obvious as the last time you guys went to a Brass Guild bar, right? The, like, the bar that you know everyone knows, everyone probably remembers when you guys went in and it, it was clearly a Brass Guild bar. Everyone in there was Brass Guild. The bartender was Brass Guild. You guys went downstairs. The Brass Guild owned the entire basement, and that's where you guys got into a fight with uh, Leah, and she blew up Flip, right? A lot of things. That was a Brass Guild bar. 
This is not a Brass Guild bar. This is a bar that there's some Brass Guild people at. So you you push your way into the bar, and you look around, and you see probably, outside of the group of three that you followed, probably two other groups, small groups, probably three to four people each group. Uh, and they're, they've got a couple tables near each other in the corner. You see this, you find it. What do you, what's your immediate reaction to this? You see them here, but the rest of the bar is just people having a good time. I think what happens is uh, Hera tries to kind of rein it in and uh, gestures towards the, the bar, kind of in the corner where that maybe they could get within uh, hearing range. Uh, and I think she kind of like nods at Joe and is like, try and get around on the other side, like, uh, and see if we can maybe split up a little bit and uh, see if we can overhear anything interesting. So you guys are trying to flank the bar socially. Like one of you, Joe yep. sits on one side, Joe sits at one table on one side, you sit on the other. Is Leah with you or is Leah oh, with Oh, I no, I think Leah's, I don't trust Leah not to do something stupid. So I think uh, Leah and Hera are going to sit together. I want to point out to everyone what just happened. Hera just said that she trusts Joe on his own. Oh, no. Character growth. That That is a big, Yeah, big, that's big. big. That is huge. Character growth. She's like, so, man, Joe's going to be a grown-up, and he's he's a competent adult, and he's going to go sit and gather him into awe. That is character growth. So Joe, I mean, is that character growth for Joe or character growth for, for Hera? Right? I think it's Hera. Like, I think... It, it is it's a kind of a bit of both like now joe has the opportunity to prove himself which is going to turn into a role and we'll see what happens but you guys branch off into two different groups uh hera and leah goes to one side joe goes off as on his own what's great is the two people with the black dice are going together which means joe is more likely to succeed by the fact that he doesn't have a bunch of black dice fucking him up Good. so the two of you guys Good split job. off meanwhile we cut back to our other group group uh or squad b who is uh trying to find their way into a black market you're trying to gather, gather information as to what may be going on black market right somebody um, a little bit closer to the ground trying to yeah that might have heard something so now wait, you're telling me that girls can kiss girls yeah boys can kiss boys Hundred percent. I mean, if you're into somebody, you're into somebody. Who are we to say one way or the other? Wow. Growing up a lot, aren't you, Flip? Well, I just, you know, I haven't had exposure to a lot of different people. You know. Uh, oh yeah, that's fair. That's I'm fair. learning so, new worldviews. I guess a question I've got for you, hmm. right? You physically appear to be thirteen or fourteen. You've got the mind slash mental capacity, like you, you're older than that mentally, right? You're like 16, maybe 17 at this point in the campaign. Mm -hmm. What hormonally, where are you at? Dead. Like, mm. is that a thing that you've considered? Because <laughs> your body has not grown, but your brain has. And that is a weird, like, have you started getting those thoughts and desires? Is it questioning? Is it confusing? Where are you at? Because this may trigger some questions and i wasn't sure where you were on that sexual growth or sexual for, growing up uh, from a hormonal perspective there's nothing going on okay. um 
is I that don't... due to the fact that your body hasn't aged, or because you're a revenant, or where? I think is it's because I'm because I'm a revenant. Like you don't age. Like there's no like biological clock to tick over and say, hey, now it's time to grow and get horny. Um, so no, <laughs> I don't think there's Love any that definition. hormones. Okay. Um, but maybe like emotionally, he might find like so he might be kicking around the idea of like companionship but like he's so far away from anything like that yeah just based off of his past life experience i think oh, he exactly to do yeah. a bit more growing it, before he would like it would ask be... someone out on a date right oh, oh exactly yeah you every time but you've no, let someone flip does like... not want to fuck yeah no, <laughs> no i wasn't asking anyone i was more i I wasn't near Flip that one. does not more... want to fuck 2021. For one, for one question I had, really. Yeah. Does yeah I, I, I wasn't go. asking anywhere near that blunt, but I was curious. You know, it's a conversation that hasn't happened. I just, you're a young teenage boy, and everyone knows what young teenage boys are like. Um, so I just wanted to make that clear. Uh, so you're having this conversation, and is this happening on the way out the bar, on the way to the thing? Where are you guys headed? So I think uh, a good start is like, you know, we're going to chat with the bartender. Surely the bartenders, you know, they hear things. A whole bunch of people walk in, come up to the bar, don't think about what they're saying in front of who. Bartender's probably the best person to have heard something. Okay. So. Uh, sure. When you offer that, or when you do that conversation, is it starting with you trying to convince him that you're friendly? Does it start with a bribe? What, what initiates this conversation? I think uh, we're going to start... Um, you know, because my question is like, how busy is this bar? Uh, at this point, it is evening time. Um, here I'll just roll a d100. The Let's higher the number, the busier it is. Yeah. All right. So forty-five. It's it's not empty. It's not busy. Uh, All right. So straight down the I could I could have a chat with him without him getting called away immediately. Probably. Pro- I mean, not immediately. Yeah. At some point, he's going to get called away. There are still right. people at the bar. All right. But you could have you know you could have one of those like. You talk for a minute or two. He may go surf someone. Talk for another minute or two. Yeah, that's the thing you definitely right. do. Uh, hey, Barky. Uh, uh, yeah. What? 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 What can I get you, sir? Oh, just uh, you got apple juice. I. I mean, yeah, we we would serve. Normally, uh, the apple juice is with you know other beverages, but but yeah, I I, yeah, I can let's, serve you uh, an apple juice. Yeah, let's take two of those. One for me, one for my companion. And uh, he pulls like triple the amount of money. And he's like, I also need a couple other things. Uh, Araya asks, uh, c- "Can I?" And then right. he just gets quiet. All right, make he it like, three. He's like, "Yeah." Um. Do you do you up the amount of money you pull you pull out? Yeah. Okay. So you you, you ask for a third, and then yeah, you give him triple the amount of money for these uh, beverages. Right. And he looks you. He gives you a look. It's confused. He right. takes the money, mm-hmm. and then he goes and gets the three apple juices and pushes them across the table. And like he's giving you this very strange look. And it's like okay, here here uh here you go, and then. He pulls out like a thing of change and like puts it. He doesn't push it all the way over, but like he pulls out the change and like he puts it like halfway between you and him. And he's mm-hmm. confused because it'd be the equivalent of like, you know, paying fifty bucks for something that cost fifteen and right. someone hands the twenty back to you, right? Right. So he does that and he, he gives you a very confused look. I'm looking for somebody that might 
know some things that, you know, uh, them government types shouldn't really know. Nothing bad. Just curious to go have a conversation. And that change pile there is yours if you can tell me where to go. And I think he he sort of like looks around, looks at you. Just got to be between you and me. Yeah, one, one, uh, one, one, one second. And then he, he goes, he goes and, you know, handles, he basically does the rounds and double checks to make sure everyone is good. Like normally people are calling for him. This is the point where he's checking on everyone just to make sure everyone's good so that he's got a little bit of time to sort of talk through whatever you've got to talk about. Right. Right. So, um, I've got a question. So, uh, I, I, yeah, yes. Um, Salt has a certain opinion of me, so I'm gonna ask this quietly. But now I'm like really oh, thinking oh, okay. about it. I'm really thinking about it, and I can't get it out of my head. Why do people kiss? Um. <laughs> it, <laughs> so, and I think he he looks at Salt for a second, and then he looks at you. See, I think uh, Does, I, I definitely think like his his ears perk up, but he doesn't move like. Okay. Yeah, Uriah, how the hell are you gonna navigate this, buddy? Yeah. It's like, okay, so when when a man and woman love each other very much. No no no, hold on. Boys can kiss boys and girls can kiss boys. Uh, Restart. Uh, yet yeah, yes, when 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 two people love each other very, very much, they they enjoy each other's company and the the, the first step of that is is, is a kiss. Um, it it <laughs> it feels it feels good. The and first step. It, there are yeah, more the, steps. There there are. <laughs> it depends on who you talk to. Some people think it's just well, I'm one talking or two to steps. You. I I think that I um. Oh. And as Poor a reminder, he, while Araya is adult, he's like 22, right? Like he's an adult, but he's barely an adult. Okay. Well, I, this I mean, is not, a lot. I, I'm not the, the, I mean, the most experienced, but I mean, yeah, there's. Well, neither am I. I, 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 I no, you're, you're, you're right. So. So I think like. Why at are that you time, sweating so much? Like I, I, salt is I, I, very much yeah, he's, he's dropping. He's like rubbing his, you know, rubbing the sweat out of his eyes and like you know, pushing. It's like, uh, um, so, so, it, it's, it's very complicated and it depends on the person. There are a lot of steps, yes. Um, I think Salt, like, coughs on his apple juice hearing this bullshit answer come out of Uriah's face. <laughs> so, so there there are a lot of steps in the in love, and uh, people... Of course, Salt is not offering to, like, save Uriah. No, he's, uh, still, he's just thinking, you're on your own, buddy. Good luck. So, when... It, again, when people love each other, there's just, there's a lot of steps, and it's a complicated process that involves you know when when again they two adults they love each other and there's just, there's a lot of things going on and kissing is num- number one for the record that was a, a bad explanation and uh should not be used <laughs> we <laughs> oh yeah this is this very is much a entertainment th- purposes <laughs> this, <laughs> that was not this uh... is this is a 20 year old <laughs> Explaining to a fifteen-year-old that doesn't know what sex Who's like it's yeah, also yeah. got a weird dead brain. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's <laughs> yeah. I love it. Hmm. Okay, 
that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me either, to be perfectly honest. Yeah, I, I think like Salt turns around, it doesn't make sense to me either, but it is what it is. <laughs> I'm so very confused. I shouldn't have asked. It's a, it's a confusing topic, even when you get to be my age, kid. I guess I just have to find someone to kiss. We're, we're going to take more of those pins, and, uh, you know, if we get through this, by all means, make sure okay. that they uh, say it's okay first. Permission. That's, that's a good lesson. Yes, yes, consent is a very big thing that you shouldn't travel without. Uh, after this conversation, the bartender does return to save Araya uh, from everything that's happening. I think as he walks up, Salt's like, you got anything to add? <laughs> it, it, what? Yeah, um, anyway, you were saying? <laughs> okay. So we're dragging him into this, too? So Maybe. You're... He, he just completely ignores the question. <laughs> so you're looking for... Sorry, remind remind me of, of the question one one more time. I just want to make uh, sure just, I uh, properly. Yeah, just you know, somebody that knows some things that maybe the official types don't know or shouldn't know about. You know, nothing bad. Just information is all. I'm uh, see that change right there. That's all yours. If you can just point the way, that's all you got to do. So you you just looking for information that that's that's it. Just somebody official or that officials. Okay, shouldn't I, really know or might not know. They, yep, yep. I, I, I think I, I can't think of where you're coming. Good. Um, so, and he like pulls you in real close to like you know wh- whisper to you. And I feel like Flip probably can't even hear this unless Flip is like really leaning in and like getting in. You're like because he's very much. I'm not gonna whisper that quiet because we're on podcast, but he's very very quiet when he whispers this to you. Right. So. So the government here, they, they've had a, a peace for a long time. The, the Brass Guild knows not to come around here, right? We, we've, we've, had, we've, had a, we've had a process. It's been good. It's been quiet. There's a reason why this place keeps building is because, you know, th- things, are, things are nice. Things are calm. Uh, they've, they've got more guards here. It's, it's, it's a lot of things. Right. The last... I don't know. The last couple months, maybe maybe it started a year ago. It, it's hard. It's hard to remember. Things have just been getting rougher. Oh, um, I, I I don't know. It. I I'm no. I don't know what makes a brass guild member. I don't know if it's just the gangs have started showing up um, because the city's gotten bigger, or if it's the brass guild. I just know that the the streets the streets are getting rougher. Um, Certain bars, you know, the the sun, you know, the sun falls in in the out in the west, and things. Certain bars close down, and other bars don't. And at some of those bars, I wouldn't want to go there too late at night, if you catch my drift. Um, they're not the good bars, but certain clientele get gets a bit rough. Oh. Um, we uh, we and he like looks and he like nods in the direction of you know the you know at the front door there's like an hours sign and they don't do hours like you know 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. it's more you know like a general they probably 
actually no what the way they denote time is there is a uh a gear and you know there's like and it's essentially like when you know when the where the sun is at right on a gear right? right so the gear shows you know from essentially uh like what was what would it be like seven o'clock to yeah. like three o'clock which is essentially where the sun is so we, we we open in the morning and we close in the evening but you know that that's that's kind of our our thing we we're not we're not open all night we're not one of those kind of places right um some of the places not all of them but some of them have gotten a bit rough you find you find one of those night bars again it's there may or may not be people there but they've they've been getting rougher and rougher and and he looks to the kid you may want to keep them out of those places they they get they get rough at night why did he look no no plate no place, no place for a kid. And I think uh, here's flip. He's trying to figure out what to tell you about that whole kissing thing. Oh, does he have another answer? He might, but after this conversation, Raya sucked. So fine, yeah, yeah, he did. So find one of those night bars. Find what I'm looking for. All right, thanks, sir. And he drops a little extra in for both the information. And now, what are you going to tell this fine and strapping young lad about kissing? Why do people do it? I mean, it it's fun. And at that, uh, oh, see what a good place to cut. <laughs> he uh, he he finds someone down the bar that is looking for a beer, and he goes and and assists them. <laughs> wow! And I think a, that what a chicken we, shit. We we cut back. To no, that makes Hera. a lot more sense. Finds literally anywhere anywhere else to be. Yeah, it's fun. All right, cool. Uh, and yeah, we we cut back to Hera, Leah, and Joe, who are currently in a bar listening in on these brass guild members. So there's three of these tables, right? And you guys, you know, in the corner, and you guys are on either end of these tables. So basically, there's five tables in question. There's the mm-hmm. three in the middle, and then one end of that is Joe. The other end is Hera and Leah. And you guys are just sitting at did you guys get drinks how i guess how subtle are you being yep we're su- we're question. being as subtle as possible so i think yeah uh hera and leah kind of sidle over to the bar and begin the process of ordering drinks um and just kind of are trying to appear like they're just chatting okay uh, now my question to you when two people are trying to be the most subtle what does that look like because you guys are still competing with each other yep because like, uh, normally you're doing active things, but when you're trying to be subtle, you're doing subtle things, but you're trying to be more subtle than the other, which is sort of a, you know. Oh, God. Yeah. Like it, it, it is an opposite effect, right? It's turning into a competition for subtlety. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so I think they're kind of, uh, they've got their heads bowed kind of over the bar and they're kind of close together. Like they're having a very like intimate conversation uh, and they just kind of are, uh, staring at each other while also trying to stare uh at the tables but also not look at them and so i think it's uh looking if you were to be looking at these two people who look like maybe they're there having like a a kind of maybe a romantic conversation but they also look like they're a couple who's about to get into a fight uh and so it's subtle in that uh everybody is trying to like maybe find another place to look after a few okay. seconds because it's okay. very uncomfortable. So yeah, it's, it's one of those things where 
you're not necessarily quiet, but you, yeah, I, I, I get, I get where you're at. So you're trying to, yeah, you're, you're trying to be the most subtle. There's like a thing going on. It's there's a tension in the air that everyone sort of feels, but whether or not that turns into them realizing who you guys are, because again, both of you were brass guild members, and because you know it may turn into oh they just they see Leah and they realize what's going on, right? So mm-hmm. you're trying to be subtle. It is a thing. It may work out. It may not. Okay, cool. Roll me. I've got the dice out of mind. I've added the two black. Uh, roll me a <laughs> stealth check. Oh my god, I forgot. This is gonna go so well. Um. Okay. I mean, I have a great stealth check. Uh, rolling. Damn. Okay. Wow, that worked well. That worked very well. So you've got. Are you even at that bar? Three successes, one of which is a crit. You get one uh, threat, which is a disadvantage. So that is going to give you a point of stress as you realize like things are in a rough position right now. Um, so while you think about what the crit is, I'm also going to roll for Joe because he's also yeah. needing to make this check. Um, and stealth is based on what again? Is that agility? Uh, I just minus the tab it is yes agility agility okay so he's not trained in it but he also has no black dice so this is a straight two green versus two purple it's a 50 50 shot on whether or not he succeeds or not so he mm, fails joe fails who's surprised so joe joe gets a net result of one failure everything else negates out so what does your crit uh do for you what does your triumph mean um i think at one point uh Hera and Leah are whispering to each other and at a certain point the whispering becomes a shout and Leah set, like tries to, to say something and Hera cuts her off and she's like that is not the kind of thing we talk about in public uh, I loved you and there was it like you threw my heart in the trash can and it's like obviously that wasn't what the conversation that they were actually having yeah but she but yeah, she you, you switches just added that she starts okay. starts saying uncomfortable things and then the whole the whole room kind of like goes quiet for a second and looks and then like starts talking louder to like so uncomfortably okay. look the other way and i think everybody just is yeah. convinced I, that I, they know I like exactly it. i like it and i have an idea for what that crit means do you have an idea for what the crit means no go go ahead uh you distracted them from joe's failure everyone looked at perfect you when Joe was fucking up and you probably didn't even realize that Joe fucked up. I think it was just a, you got into the moment when you were arguing with her and you got very impassioned. Yeah. Um, my second question to you, is this coming from a potentially real place from way back in the day? I think totally. I think it's okay. definitely like a secret, uh, like a subconscious thing where like, okay. what, yeah, was she's going to bring it to that was place. It, was it actually a relationship or is it one of those things where one of you had a, like in your um, head, it was a relationship, but it never actually went anywhere. I think it was a thing that would have happened and kind of almost did, but then it didn't. And then okay. Hera got booted and then it, yeah, it it's never... like if, if you, like if you guys had both become promoted at the same time, it would have turned yeah. into a beautiful thing. But because one of you got promoted, the other one didn't, it turned it... that friendship into a rivalry, which just turned into more and more conflict. Yeah, right? I think it, well, I think there was always maybe a, a conflict there or like a rivalry and then maybe like a will they, won't they. Uh, and then, yeah, yeah, it went straight to won't they. Yeah. Uh, just because, yeah, if, if one person gets promoted and the other one doesn't and that rivalry is strong, it can, again, very quickly turn both ways and it went the wrong way basically yeah yeah uh 
Okay, but cool. But now uh, Hera is attempting to make a big show out of uh, being a romantic okay. failure in order to yeah. potentially so, sneak uh, some yeah, information. Yeah, just to try to get, yeah. So yeah, and, and because you get you bring a little bit of your real passion into this you have no clue that joe was just fucked up joe nope. has no clue that joe fucked up we as an audience see that like joe tried to get a little bit too close to the table and like he like dropped a glass and it made some noise but right as that happened like the second the crash happened you like stand up and do this pronunciation like this this proclamation and then the room forgets the fact and whatever brass guild members that may have like turned and looked at joe with like some eyes immediately you know, you stand up, do your thing, and then Joe is forgotten. And then, you know, Joe is able to get a little bit closer, get some information. Even though you succeeded and Joe failed, I feel like Joe may be getting more information than you because you're making a lot of noise, giving him that time to listen in on what may or may not be going on. Yep. Um, just because Tag you, have no, you have no time to listen in when you're yelling at, you know, her. So it's... Yeah. Very much a, you know... I feel like it's where... a, a uh, whisper shout <laughs> where it's, like, okay. trying really hard to stay quiet, but, like, obviously she just, yeah. like, so and, impassioned. And, and that the first word probably wasn't a shout, right? Yeah. You, like, you stood up and you said, like, two words and then you realized what it was and then it was, like, I'm I'm trying to, like, it's that whole thing where yeah. you're, you're you whisper shouting, but everyone already looked in your direction yeah. and you've got the eyes of the room, but, like, you don't want to make a scene. Mm-hmm. But it, but you've already kind of made a scene, but not really. Yeah. So, okay, cool. So Joe has gathered some information. You've made some noise. How long are you going to continue here in this room? Is this the thing where you're going to hang out here all night? Is this the thing you're going to hang out here for like an hour? What is the long-term plan? I think long-term plan is see who comes and who goes. And if, I think it's going to kind of, tuck in until if they leave then maybe we can kind of uh follow out behind them okay. but it just i think the big thing is seeing like if a big group of them comes in or if it seems like there's any kind of leadership okay cool um so i rolled the d100 just for a random thing that i know of what's going on that you guys don't it was a 41 which is not great but not the worst thing it's milling but on the bad side Yay. so um when this occurs, I think two things are going to happen. Um, one, uh, I want Salt or Flip to roll a streetwise or a navigation check to find your way to a bar. I, I want to see if you All guys right. find your way to this bar or to another bar. I've got one rank with natural if we need to reroll it. I'm good uh, at what streetwise. Uh, I have one rank in Streetwise, but natural is I get to re-roll it once if I don't gotcha. like it. Okay. Sure. And is it re-roll a die or re-roll the entire roll? Entire roll. Okay, cool. You want to go with me then? Yeah, I have two ranks, but I think the re-roll is more valuable. All right. Yeah, a re-roll is pretty powerful. All right, here we go. Oh, oh, a crit. Okay, perfect. Oh my god. Spectacular. You guys, by the way... The- this is the this is our You're not day. rolling more tonight, but this is the most crits we've had in, ever in a single night, I think. Right. So, uh just as a note, we got a overall one success, which is a crit and one advantage on top of that. Um so yeah, what is the crit and what is the advantage? So, uh <laughs> 
So I think the advantage is we find the bar pretty quickly. The crit is it's the same bar that Leah and uh, Hera walked into. Okay. I, I, I'm going to add some additional piece on top of that. Because you got the crit and the advantage, I'm going to say, first off, you found your way to three separate bars. Because uh, they, they've been here for a little bit, right? You found your yeah. way to three separate bars um, that are like night bars, right? So a night bear is effectively on the hours symbol the gear goes all the right it, it goes in a full circle if they're open 24 hours um they are up all night and you've gone into the bar done a quick check realized no one here is up to anything it's just an all-night bar so you you've sort of trimmed down in this sector of the city there's not that many bars that are like bad bars it's only a couple so you have found not only that you're at the right bar but that this is like the bar for this section of the city so there's a lot of sections in the city, but this is the bar for the section of the city. Nice. And it happens to be the bar that, you know, Leah and Hera and uh, Joe are at. Uh, so you push your way into the door. You see all this happen. Then you see, uh, I'm going to roll a D3. A one is closest to Hera. A three is closest to Joe. So uh, at the table directly next to uh, Hera and Leah, one of the Brass Guild stands up and approaches your guys' table. What is your immediate reaction? This is all sort of happening at once. Is there something that you say that you do or say before uh, they say their thing? Because there's something they're going to say, but if you want to interrupt, you can. Uh, Hera. Uh, no, I think she notices, but she continues having their secret, silent conversation. Okay. Uh, so, the person approaches, and who has their face to the other people, and who's got their back to the other people? Uh, I think it's they're arranged so that Leah is facing out, and then... Uh, uh, Hera is facing the door, but it would be Leah that was facing the approacher. Lee, okay, cool. So this person approaches, and then he goes, Leah? Is that you? And then I think she instinctually, and also she's still got the two blacks on her. I'm just going to take away the two blacks because she reacts to her name. She turns when she hears her name. Oh, no. Sees a person, realizes the fuck up, and then he goes, Leah? And then I think the second time he says Leah is probably a half second after Salt pushes in the door. Salt hears an unknown person say Leah, and that's where we're gonna end tonight's episode. Oh! Oh no! So stay tuned to uh, whatever the fuck is gonna happen in this bar next time. We're back to bar fights, baby. I'm coming. <laughs> I'm gonna get to breathe on somebody. Uh. Back in the day. Halitosis ain't no joke, sis. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> and we're back. Yep, we a tide tideful's been back, but now we're we're re- we're really back. So yeah, Woo. stay tuned. We'll uh, be back next month. Bye. See ya. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>